Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. You got a tip to adjust your down. Transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and bro. You may learn something. You're now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Fox News. <laughs> Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Detroit sucks, Kamar. What we do here yes, is very sir. what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five. Jamie Vernon's. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, but first, Kamara, there was definitely there was a surprising patron that had me all fucked up. It's my favorite time of the week. The word is was out it about Joe the- Rogan. <laughs> no, it was Imagine. the amount. It was the amount. Um, I think uh, word got out about the Terrence McKenna podcast that we did as a throwback. Oh, and people are just fire. jumping on. It was hot fire. Words get around, but yeah. Great week for the Patreons. Let's give a big shout out to Treshawn Lee. Shout out Treshawn. Came in the beginning of the what week. Up, That's Treshawn. the way I like to start my week with the Treshawn. I hope you don't think we're Joe. Uh, followed by Richard Kurtz. What up, Rich? My man. Richie Rich in the house. Love you. Captain uh, Kurtz. And then we have Each Dog. Wow, a lot this week. H-Dog, shout outs to you. Might be from Houston. You're just assuming because it's H-Dog? Yes. That's, uh, Maybe they're it? from Hamilton. And then the oh, one that sure. uh, freaked out Matty Matt is a uh, big shout out to Christoph Kudzik. 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 <laughs> Let me see it. Let me see it. I think it's... Paid us a Dogecoin. Yeah, Christoph Kudla- Kudlasek. 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 In any event, thank you so much. Thank, thank you to you, all Christoph. the Patreons. Whatever your new. last name really is. Like and subscribe. Join the Patreon. Post show. We record every show. <laughs> Come on, I after saw the show. I saw 140 and I was like, what the fuck? Someone's giving us 140 bucks a month. And he I won saw a billion dollars. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's putting his money where his mouth is. Uh, am, that's amortized over a course of time. Yeah. Kamar, how was your week, sir? Oh, yeah, you know, just listen to the hearing, and uh, I'll talk about it in the post show, but my one uh, takeaway is you can't pretend to be smart. What are you talking about? We do that every fucking week here. And and we get exposed every weekend. <laughs> Anyone sitting on the stand for four hours will be exposed as where they're at. It's just, you don't know. You have 20 lawyers asking questions. You can't fake you're also forgetting, though, you're in a seat where you're supposed to be exposed. You can learn right? to be deceitful, but you can't pretend to be smart. Like, you can't keep it up or use big words to... It's... Well, as we found out from the guy trying to defend himself. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's a quick turnaround. And I did a set. I did a set on uh, Tuesday, good times, good times. And I went up to the bush yesterday, say goodbye to uh, Autumn, as it were. Daylight savings. Great hour today, eh? Save my butt. Listen to podcasts. Yeah, last night when I got home from the Sens game, I had listened to just Sober October. So I had a little bit of work to do. Of all of them, just Sober October? That's all I had listened to last night at 10 p.m. So you have Joe ringing in your ears right now. Yeah, I had a lot of work to do in the last 12 hours. That's your week, Kamara? That's it? In a nutshell. Simon, how was your week, sir? My week was just fine. Um... 
just as like a public announcement. Sure. When two people in the same room are both betting on the same game. Oh, oh. But one person has like, I don't know, $40 riding on it. And the other one has like potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars. The person who has $40 should just shut their mouth. They should actually leave. That's what should happen. As he's bad-mouthing his own team, it was just a... They should leave. I did what I had to do, Come on, It was vulgar. I don't know. I did what I had to do. I don't know. Well, it all worked out in the wash. Hold on. For listeners, last week, after the post-show, normally the guys just get up and leave right away. Get the fuck out of here. Last week, Simon had a perfect ticket. In Ontario, we have this thing called Pro Pools, where you have to pick the winner of every single game. And if you're the only... Forget if you're the only. The way it works is if you pick every correct game, uh, you split the total pool with the other ma- the other people that have also picked correctly. If you're the only one, you can win a lot of money. Like the biggest one ever won in Ontario was $540,000, I think. That was when I lived in Vancouver. Anyway, the point being, Simon had a perfect ticket. Kamar had a ticket that would win him $47. They needed opposite things to happen. And needless to say, for me, who had nothing riding, it was fucking hilarious. All of that being said. And Simon's perfect ticket would have been ruined anyway because he picked Cincinnati and Cleveland ended no up coming harm, out. No foul. And then Kamar took his $47 and parlayed it into some sweet fucking slots winning. So, But not only that. So he got in my car. I had to drive him home, which was like insult to injury. <laughs> and the whole ride home, he's like, my slots aren't working. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to have to write a letter to the fucking slot people. Support. <laughs> Literally, like the second I dropped him off, he was talking about this letter he was going to write or an email or whatever. And what? Five minutes later, he sends us an e- a text about winning $600. What happened was uh, I hit the free game here and left. To, and I thought oh, I had a bonus, the bonus round. Yeah. And then I left and I thought I'd, I'd ride it out in Simon's car. It only works in uh Wi-Fi. So what? Yeah, I could have told you that. So what, uh, That's what, what was, what out. were you betting that $650 was like, that wasn't the jackpot, obviously. No, right? it was like 10 free spins. I got you. Yeah. And then and there's a multiplier by that, you know, every old lady's dream. Anyways, anyways, congrats, Kamar. Back to my week. It's a question of ethics. Nothing special happened. Um. Yeah, nothing special happened. I was just see- seething all week long, even though I knew on Monday that I didn't actually win my bet. You and I let that go. It's eating inside. Well, and I also sent him a photo showing that you only won. He only would have won like fifteen hundred bucks, twenty three hundred, twenty three hundred, whatever. Fine, still way more than forty. Yeah, way I, less than a hundred thousand. <laughs> I agree with you, Simon. Way more than forty dollars. Correct. Way more than 40. Um, Yeah. And then on the way over here, just some people were walking with their kid behind them. A little like child on a tricycle. You got to be fucking stupid. Like people are stupid, man. That's risky behavior. It's just you walk with your kid in front of you. What are you doing? Yeah. Behind. Seems dicey. It's crazy. The kid's on a bike. Like you just expect it to keep up. They're like having a conversation. Well, you can't be a helicopter parent, Simon. You got to just let that kid die. Yeah. I mean, listen, if it wasn't a child, I might have, you know. You might have really put your foot down. Might have pulled a car over. Somebody will listen. 
Uh, my week, I for once, I had a great week. Saw John Mulaney, went to a Sens game, went on a nice hike. I hit my, uh, I hit my fitness goal almost every day this week. I want a fucking, I want a ton of cash this week. Everything's coming up, Matty. I don't, I don't like this new Matt. No, 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 no. <laughs> no one one does. thing we can count on <laughs> is that you're going to be miserable. Yeah, yeah, this fucks everything good at all. You want to try that again? <laughs> Sorry, terrible week. Let's there move on. Go. Let's go. Well, just a second. Congratulations. Did Matt. you go bowling? Yes. I'm proud of you. I bowled terribly. <laughs> but I thought you'd never bowl again. <laughs> Why? <laughs> After the pandemic, the balls. That's right. I also bowled a 250. So that was nice. I'm proud of you. This fucking guy. <laughs> Corey, you want to go over the guest list so we can uh, do what we actually do here? I'd love to. Normal old hodgepodge week for Joe. Uh, we start off with 1891. Didn't realize it was on Halloween. Duncan Trussell. Two crazy clowns. Yeah, the insane clown posse. Followed by the uh, cap up, recap. I don't know how to describe it. Sober October conclusion and uh, where they are not sober. Works. I think they called it recap. Okay, I just, he was unsure of how to, and conclusion seemed good. And then we had Regenerative Farmer, who could sell anything uh, with his beautiful voice. 1893, Will Harris. Episode of the year. I beg to differ. I think this one was there, Maddie. 1894, fourth time a winner, Suzanne Santo. I mean, if ever your let's fucking change the way we do this and veto episodes was going to come into effect, it would have been this week, not last very interesting. I am positive we all said the last time Suzanne Santo was on that this better be the last time that we ever have to hear from Maybe her. Maybe we put her on the clock. Oh, she's listen. It's she's been on the clock for eighteen years, man. She has herself. No, how long has Joe been going on for? Who 12, cares? Eleven. She's been on the clock for longer than that. She's just fine in her way. Yeah. Sure. Should you want to rate the week? One of you. I'll give it a two and a half. Uh, he will also give it a two and a half. We have an agreement. I hear that every day. That is me matching the two and a half that the gentlemen have said. I also give it a two and a half right down the middle. I mean, Suzanne Santo is a weight that just could not keep this week up. It's like trying to save a drowning person when you're not a great swimmer yourself. You're both. It's just. Unless there was some sort of groundbreaking. Yeah, now that you talk more about Suzanne Cinderblock, I um, <laughs> I might have to go with a two. Oh, an agreement. I, I have no unagreement. That's button. okay. <laughs> keep, keep the agreement. But the more you talk about Suzanne, the more the further we drop down into the depths. Yeah, it was. It really, especially on a Friday, like Joe, that should be a Monday. Let us know. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Don't drop that on us last month. All right, well, let's uh, let's start this bad boy off. <clears throat> 1891, Duncan Trussell. Duncan Trussell. He's changed a lot. He's a fa- Well, he's like a full-blown family man he, now, right? He, in not a bad way, but he used to be so crazy to Duncan. And if he did not become a family man, I dare say he could have become this generation's like uh, Terrence McKenna or Dennis. I forget which one is. I see what you mean. Like he could have ended up. He could have been like, uh, who's that guy from Vice? Yes, yes, and the Hamilton. Hamilton and the, Morris, yeah. In, in, in the same vein, because he's just into this stuff and on that level. I, I, and I don't, he's not doing the world a disservice by becoming a family man, but he's definitely become a family man, as you said. They were asking what could be said in a speech where they pay a president $500,000. I don't think there is anything in it. I think it's just a flex. 
Yeah, it's for a to photo op. Yeah. To show we, we can do this, and it instills confidence. I don't think they're saying anything. Well, I don't really understand any of those speakers, really. Like, Unless it gives them a charity, which then changes everything. No, no, Hold no. I, I'm just saying hiring a speaker to come and talk to your staff. Like, so this guy climbed Everest. Is that going to make you work faster, you know? Yeah, I know what you're saying, but I think in the in in like a <laughs> I'll use the example of like someone who was a president going to talk to like Bear Stearns. Uh, and I know this isn't what ha- what's happening, but it's worth 500 grand if that president's going to come in and be like, "Oh, these are all the loopholes and this is how you would do this." And that, you know what I mean? Cuz they could walk you through every fucking step of But that's not what they're doing. They're yeah, giving but motivational. Yeah, they do that at a giant. They would tell the higher-ups that, which I'm sure they do. Well, you That's never probably know. really what the money's for, and then they have to. There's do a 25 minute meeting just after to and I, you cover know, their yeah. tracks. Now that I think about it, it just basically or was, it's sorry, nope. it's a write off, right? Like they're paying them for like, a, you know, they did him a favor while he was in office, and this is now well, the, that's what it is. Obviously. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he was saying it's a blatant indication of how uh, corrupt the system is. And they they got it in the speaking of corrupt system. JFK. Did you know the interesting fact about JFK is what he did to change fashion trends? With the hat, he was the first to stop wearing the hat. Yeah, everyone I used to wear a hat. Yeah. You know, you'd yeah, look you have at a photo picture, that everyone's dressed like yeah. sort of like a in a suit sort of set. It up was the hat. Mad Men. It was the. Dude, if you look at like a boxing match in the twenties, <laughs> it looks like everyone's a private investigator or a cub reporter or whatever. <laughs> So what about this theory? I need cough buttons so bad. What if it was Big Hat that took out JFK? <laughs> <laughs> it was Stetson. They I did it. I think it's Top Hat. Or who, That's whoever, what we'll call who, whoever it. Top it was. Hat. That's why they were called Top Hat. Yeah, it used to I be mean, Top, not Big. It was just another. This guy's Top Sugar. Another one to add to the mix, Kamar. Yeah, another just another group of people that but wanted I, JFK I, gone. I think I like it. I think I, I think like I like it. it a lot. I know a lot of hat makers would be pissed if yeah. Stetson one day you're the guy. J.R. Well, yeah. Stetson killed. That's what I said. Um, Stetson was the one. Yeah, five hundred dollars a hat. He was making a fucking killing. Then Duncan well, now they're five uh, goes on a crazy rant about the systems of B and how the extremes are the worst. Which we all like. It's it wasn't uh, groundbreaking. I don't think they were on acid because or uh, mushrooms. He was going to trick or treat with his children after. You know what I realized about the extremes that's really troublesome is is how many, um, how many people they bring, they move that way because of their extreme voice. Yeah, well, it's like I don't know. It just seems like there's so much bullshit out there that like, and it's both sides too. Like, but I think the extremes are the people who get to the extremes are sort of the loneliest or the most sort of confused where they should be. And then they find themselves a community in the extreme. Like I have a, I have a buddy who's like fairly woke and I think he spends a lot of time on Facebook and it's like, it's bumming him out. Cause he's just like so angry at what he perceives to be like, he is woke. You, you yeah. cla- characterize him as being woke. Oh yeah, for sure. And he thinks everyone's just falling apart and it's just trash sort of thing. Well, no, it's weird because, like, he's a good person, like, a caring person. Great dude. So, like, it's weird to hear him because, like, he would never say anything bad. But then lately, like, he'll be like, I hope Elon Musk loses everything, that piece of fucking shit. You know what I'm just like? Yeah. I'm like, who cares? Like, that, what do you that, fucking give a shit? Like, I one. don't, I'm like, I don't like Elon Musk. 
but I don't give a shit. And he, I'm, he was like, sounds like you do like. <laughs> I was like, what, what are we doing here? That sounds just like a sensible point of view, though. Not really a woke point of view. It could. Uh, that has nothing to do with it. It was more like just the, you know, there's a lot of stuff that uh, that bothers him. That I'm just like, it's, I don't know. There's bigger fish to fry. It could come up. It could have come up in any of the podcasts except for Will Harris. Um, but obviously, what if uh, Elon is jumping on a grenade? Explain. Just destroy, just burning Twitter down. I'll spend the forty-four billion, whatever. To, to what end? Well, I mean, just it doesn't. It it just fades away like blockbuster. I mean, first of all, the forty-four million is is billion. Sorry, billion. Um, what I'm going to say is not going to make a lot of sense, but it's not real. Like he. He didn't have backup trucks of money to Twitter. Well, no, but even if you think about like this, he 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 sold Tesla stock, which he knew was wildly overvalued. So he just took like he took suckers' money to buy Twitter. That's what he did. Because like he listen, if you go back pre-pandemic, there was a time when Tesla stock hit one hundred and twenty dollars or one hundred and nineteen dollars, and Elon Musk famously came out and said, "I actually think the stock is overvalued." And then it dropped to like 70 or 90. And there was a big uproar. And all his investors were like, this guy needs to be sent to the SEC. Can't be tweeting shit out. Now it's at, you know, it shot up to $1,100. So if he thought it was overvalued at 120, what do you think he thought of his own stock at 1100? It would make sense for him to dump a shitload of it and then be like, well, this isn't even real money. I mean, it's obviously real. It's real. I understand that. I'm not a fucking moron. But you know what I mean? Like in... When you have just a, a phantom hundred billion dollars that you didn't have a year ago, it's not really real, is it? I mean, couldn't he have bought something else? Did it have to be Twitter? Couldn't he just have pulled the exact same scam but had something that retained some value? We don't know that it's not going to retain its value. They already brought Vine back. What? You didn't see that? I've got to go. No, I didn't see that. But remember, I was talking Why, about was Vine owned by Twitter bought uh, Vine. Yeah. So they one of the first things they did is they were like, we're going to return to because they got to compete with they're obviously trying to compete with TikTok, TikTok. Right. So which is ironic, too, because two weeks ago I was like Vine was around before and it didn't seem to pick up like TikTok. I'll be very interested to see what happens with um, with Twitter. Yeah. Twitter, if there's enough people who want like that freedom that are going to. That'll push the numbers over the top, or if there are enough people that hate Elon and that, but will push even the all the people that he, hate Elon and live on Twitter, where are they going to go? Yeah, I agree. Parlor, Rumble, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think no, it's a, you're right. It's it's people just, make their living on Twitter. I mean, I don't really get also, how, but I don't know how. Like, I don't know. I think it's a it, it's just a wash. Like all the people that are going to leave because they're angry, as many people are going to come back that were angry before. You know what I mean? They're, I I, I think where do I just where do I go? I mean, it's, people are angry right now because he wants to charge money for your blue check mark. Did you see that whole thing? He said, "Okay, it's going to be twenty dollars for eight, the blue check eight. mark." And then Stephen King said, "Are you fucking crazy? You should be paying me twenty dollars." And then Elon said, "Okay, how about eight? And that's where they It's ridiculous some of the uh, interactions that happen. Well, the fact that Elon has these interactions publicly like that, it just shows he is a petty little man. And like... Well, yes and no. He's also exposing like, fuck you, Stephen King. Why should we be paying you $20? No one forced you onto this fucking 
platform. Fuck you, Elon. Why are you just coming in and um, now charging people for the exact same service money that they weren't charging before? Well, first of all, the blue check mark used to be like a specifically vile part of Twitter. Like you had the only way to get it was like to know someone. You had to get it through like a publicist or some bullshit. The idea of the blue check mark. What was the idea of it? Is to make sure that people are Verified. who they say they are. Because otherwise, you could just have a bunch of um, so. Wouldn't you rather Elon Musk's out it, there? Take your feelings of Elon away. Yeah. Do you think this makes sense? No, I think that you should be able to be verified without paying eight dollars. But I guess if you're being verified, it's probably because you're famous and you should pay the money. I don't care. I mean, before this, people would have paid eight dollars if they if they knew they would have. Yeah. To be verified, yeah. that's all it took. It's Who's because the, I don't understand doing though. It. Who is complaining about eight dollars? I Stephen am not, King. I am not. I'm not rich, and I fucking piss eight to fuck eight dollars. Like you've spent eight dollars this week on useless shit. We all have. There's I'm no. I'm not going to do it. They eight dollars well, for the blue check mark yet. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you. Nothing changes for you. You yeah. weren't verified before. You won't be verified uh, now. I don't so. know, but I've never. Yeah, I've never looked at my account. Gone. Wow, I'm verified. Like. Maybe no. it's the validation I've been seeking, a blue check mark. Oh, I see, I see. For the measly $8 a month. In any event, he's trying validation. to restructure the system. Twitter, time will still tell. Yeah, but it's... It, Elon you know, is a big, giant baby. Sorry, go on. No, I was going to say it's weird because, like, it's not changed. Like, he immediately came out and was like, oh, all the policing things are still in place exactly the same. And Joe was like, yeah, that's good. Of course they are. And it's like, wait a minute. Three months ago, when Elon didn't own this thing, you thought it was the biggest crock of shit ever, the checks and balances they had in place. But now well, they, they have to have some checks and balances. Do they? they of kept, course this, they this do. Is, this is the age-old question. No, do they? of course they do, because you have to make sure there are people in there who aren't inciting violence. There are rules to conduct, you know? It, not all speech is acceptable, Kamar. Kamar, I went back and watched the Jack Hate Dorsey. speech is not acceptable, right? Yeah, it's not. I went back and watched the Jack Dorsey Tim Pool episode, and I forget her name. Yeah. She got shit canned. Sure, that's fine. Um, and, ja I mean, Jack made a good point in it where he was like, it's not, he was like, you got to realize we ban people for like, he's like, the the, the amount of spam you can put on one account um, is staggering in a short amount of time or the amount of people you can get to do it. So he's like, you got to ban those accounts. That's just like, that's kind of website 101. You can't have people blasting other people. So there are, yes, you can't just have a wild west where anything goes. I I, I can't see how that would work. Also, you're trying oh, to get... Yeah, it's an HM. Well, and we've seen what happens there. Mm -hmm. Well, again, if, if Elon wants to keep dumping money into this thing indefinitely, then yeah, you can go that route. But you're not going to get advertisers if it's just the absolute... Wild well, he's West. losing advertisers right right now. now. He is, but let's and like, he's complaining about it, saying that that they're against free speech by it, not. Interesting is no one. Them. I've never heard anyone like well, they are complain loudly about Man. Reddit. Hold on one sec. They are against free speech. So think about it. Like YouTube, in a way, not YouTube. The advertisers are because YouTube. You you say fuck, and fifty percent of the advertisers are gone. Mm -hmm. So they don't really like in a, in a way they don't care about free speech because they don't want you saying a lot of things or they will not advertise with you. And that's where all the money lies. And therefore they control the media in that sense. I'm not talking about Jews either. I mean, the advertising companies. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. I agree. Well, my point is just you can't. But what did I say? I can't. Remember. I, don't, I don't know. 
asked. <laughs> Thanks, Kamar. Good what help. What were we even talking I about? I can't remember. We need a fucking stenographer. <laughs> I'm so fucking stupid. No, we were talking about... Um... They are for censorship. Yeah, how I, I was just saying that these big companies, they are for censorship <coughs> in the sense that, like I said, if you won't... No, but why are they leaving Twitter now? That's the question. Elon's saying, look, nothing has changed. Virtual Our signaling. policies are... Exa- virtual signaling. So they're virtual signaling. But it, couldn't it also just them be saying, look, we don't like you, Elon. Or they could be... Isn't that okay? They could be like, wanting to get out of advertising on Twitter already and using this as a, oh, look what we're doing. If you don't like Kanye, don't buy his fucking sneakers. Like, it's just that easy. The reason... Know? Here's why it's gross, though, because any one of those companies that's getting rid of their advertising on Twitter, they're keeping their Twitter account. Because it's free for now. Or $8. But you see what I mean? They will still go on Twitter and push their wares there. But my point is just it remains like it's it's a weird flex to be like, we're not going to pay them money, but we're still going to push our wares on there. If you really wanted to like, ch- I've always said this, if you really want to change Twitter and the way things are done, then just get off it completely. Sure. Okay, fine. I also like this idea of like, these fucking millionaire billionaire guys being trolls out there. And then now they finally need the people and they see what happens. You know what I mean? Or the advertisers or whoever, you know, like it's nice to see that nobody's invincible. I guess that's uh and if that makes me petty, so be it. Listen, I, we're like two weeks into this thing, a week into this thing to say advertisers have left. I've, I said it last week. They'll be back. Okay, fine. Even if he's having a hard time right now, great like elon thought he would just roll in with his fucking superman cape on as he made billions of dollars and try and convince everybody that it's about free speech do you really think that elon's in all no, of this no, no, shit no, no, no. for anything speech, other no. than elon and his glory no, no not no, for no, the no, better no, of the no. world look he proved that with the um with the tunnel matt yeah, and I know. you know Hold that on. as well as Hold i on. do I'm, like i don't think that I think Elon's virtuous. Oh, no, no, no. You know how I feel uh, about the guy. I, I am just so sick. Like, I can hardly understand what Joe says because Elon's cyber dink is so far in his mouth. <laughs> He's choking on that shit. There's oil hitting his fucking stomach lining. Yeah, I I don't know. Let's know how you really feel. That's how I really feel, Kamar. Could you? Okay, we'll move on from that. We'll probably get back to it again. Um, they were fucking talking about Elon. The system's Musk. corrupt government. Uh, broken, so to speak, to restructure it is a complete like revolution. It, c- it can't be done. Kamar's like a beat poet, like a Christopher Walken beat poet sometimes when he goes over his notes. Have you ever noticed that? <laughs> a big government, sometimes not there. I don't know. <laughs> Pharma, maybe. <laughs> like, Did you guys have any ideas on how to <laughs> restructure um, government? He just went on and on about it's just impo- impossible to fathom that these are the two best. Like if if you look at politics as a competition, it comes out like. But we don't know if it's impossible because we've never seen it. Do you know? Like, well, he made the Trump analogy that the machine the cl- is broken, but everyone thinks the, mach- the trust of the machine. Even the machine gives you two rotten eggs when you wanted two cupcakes. No, Simon. The idea that this is as good as it gets is that's so ridiculous to me. Like I I look at it like. If right now they shut the NBA down and they just kept two of the worst WNBA teams and they were like, this is now basketball, you would be sitting there like, come on, this isn't basketball. Like, there's no fucking way this is the best we have to offer. Uh, Of course not. Of course not. I'm just saying like, look, 
Trump was that hope, right? You're going to get this guy into office who's just going to do everything absolutely differently, right? Like he's not a politician. But what if you got, the problem is he's evil. So the things he's going to do are going to be in the best interest of Trump, even though if he's doing them differently. What if you got somebody in who really was, like who just didn't give a fuck, who was super rich, had all the power already. But Trump was super rich. Like, what do you mean I by mean, super rich? Well, who, okay. Who just maybe doesn't care about money then. Okay. I don't know. What if you had like a The Rock who was president? Okay. Like, couldn't he just say no? No. You, you know what I mean? We're not doing it that way. I just, the U.S. is weird. Canada is too. We're all, North America is weird because I look at it like this. Like, we live in a capitalistic society, right? And in capitalism... Like if a Fortune 500 company is struggling, um, usually someone will come in and restructure everything top to bottom. You know what I mean? How we do business, how we look at our finances, how we, everything. And sometimes they can turn it around. We've seen it happen in the past, right? Where companies have been super, they've been struggling, they've been in debt. Someone comes in, restructures everything, boom, five, 10 years later, they're uh, like, look at Apple. Apple's a great fucking example. They were a struggling company in the like, 80s 90s now they're one of now they're the biggest company in the world it's weird that that in a capitalist society we can't do the same with government or we can't be like this we the people have decided this right. is, this absolutely is not working we need to bring in someone the regulators got to regulate themselves we got to bring in someone to restructure this whole thing and because again there's a lot of stuff in sorry go ahead. why does the government need big anything like just really Tax from dollars, the money, stupidest money. But the government prints their own money. Like, what? You know what I mean? But the banks collect the debt. I mean, listen, if you're asking me, do I know how money works? No, I don't think many of us do. Like, realistically. And I think that's how it's set up to be, correct? Because if you just found out, like, like you said, if you just found out that indefinitely they're printing money and that your money probably has zero value... I guess what I'm saying is we understand why Big Pharma needs the government. They need them to write laws that let them do whatever the fuck they want or turn their back to the rules, right? But why, if it wasn't for money, mm-hmm. which, again, you just print as much money as you want. They print as much money as they want. They like borrow. They, they borrow. There is no money. borrowing. Um, do, you, do you think it would be possible someone would have to take a course to vote? Maybe half the people who vote don't even understand the political system. What, what he said is right, though. You're voting for two people who you have no interest in voting for. So they're just giving you the best yeah, option. You want the whip or the chain. Out of a bag of moldy potatoes. But if everyone like, took a course on, I don't know what it would be, politics 101, a three-week course, they would understand you know what's hilarious? these shortcomings. Everyone takes this three-week course and voter voter turnout drops by 50%. <laughs> is that what the I mean? whole thing's bullshit? Well, That's, I, yeah. I don't know. Obviously, who's going to teach the curriculum? Because you're going to get one party want to teach I'm, their side of it, making themselves look better. I guess I'm just wondering. Like, let's say, let's say I become president, okay? Yeah. And I get in there and I say, okay, the very first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to appoint a watchdog to every thing, you know? So big pharma. Yeah. We're going to have somebody who's completely who just, biased, who just, just checking the no books money every time, like they're blatantly circumventing a rule that, you know. But how much do you pay that person? How much do you pay that watchdog? 
well, they're public servants. Okay, so, so this is already a uh, this is already a failed system that you've created. W- why? Because I mean, I'm big pharma. I go to your watchdog guy who's making 65k a year, oh, I see and I go, hey, now. do you like your life right now? Because I can send you to like a beautiful gotcha. island yeah, six yeah, times yeah, a year, yeah, 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 and then all yeah, of a sudden yeah. your watchdog is like, everything at big pharma is great. What are you guys even yeah. harping on about? Yeah. So then you just print a little more money and you <laughs> pay your people a little better. Yeah, I don't know. I. Well, okay, look, I mean, we're all in agreement that tons and tons of taxpayer dollars are wasted on military, right? Correct. Well, waste is it again, we've okay, so Oh, it's one thousand percent waste. If you're building battleships that you don't actually ever need for battles. Well, they always need because they're replacing stuff. They do need, but are they actually accomplishing anything good? I mean I- and that depends if you think robbing the world of their resources is good or no. If we know from guys who have been on, bad. on Rogan, they have places that are just building like um, triggers for guns that they don't even use anymore. Um, what's up, Kamar? What are you? Anyways, oh. no, no, no. I well, sorry, I was just thinking there for a sec. There is no way we're going to restructure the system then. Yeah, we're, we're left with. We talked at. about this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it is. It is a fundamentally broken system, and in order to replace it, you'd have to like destroy tons of other industries that rely on being crooked. Um, then they got into some. Just uh, the trickle down is so much, right? Like into every, you can go in there and put in a righteous government. Yeah, but that's and part then, of the- <clears throat> then big pharma has to become righteous and big oil has to become righteous, right? Like it, the trickle down, it's good. I'm not saying it's bad, but like it, you're talking about a lot of upheaval. Yeah, okay. But we do this weird thing where we're like, well, we can't ruin an industry to help the world. That would be crazy. Like the banks are a good example of like if we had regulated the banks properly for the last 30 years, we never would have been in a position where it's like, they're too big to fail. You know what I mean? We never would have let them over leverage our money as much as they did, but we let them do that. And again, when I say we, we didn't really, but the government and the people in charge did. Everything used to be regulated. Like, well, right? Like, you know, take the farmer guy. He, you know, we're going to get to it, but he speaks about all the great bills. And we've heard all these natural, not naturalists, uh, conserve conservation guys come on. And talk about all the bills they passed in the 30s and 40s to make sure that the the environment was protected or that, you know, the, setting the future up. And then it tur- it seems like in the 90s, uh, all the corporations were just like, well, we don't need any of this shit. It happened with Reagan. Uh, I think it was more. I mean, Clinton fucked a lot of it up, too. Well, I think Reagan was the first time they really put in a candidate that was like simply a mouthpiece showpiece for a group that was now running the show whoever that group could be right yeah yeah and not to say they didn't exist before i think this was the first time where they actually had like this patsy president yeah because shit really went downhill from there and that's when like big pharma really (laughs) takes its turn and big oil and big everything really there was no big up until that point there was just oil and pharma and yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, listen, it seems like it seems like it's been on a real downhill slide for a while. I feel like the '90s is where like the peak of humanity was. The like, peak of humanity. Yeah, like somehow, just like when the internet was a thing, but shit. Mm-hmm. But you love the internet, so what do you think now is the best time? 
you can love capitalism and be like, we're doing this so wrong. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I think the internet is one of the most powerful tools that we have ever created as far as using knowledge as power and spreading yeah. that knowledge to people who maybe couldn't get it before. You cannot argue that. There's no fucking, it's just impossible. You can take any court, like a kid in Africa right now with a cell phone and an internet connection, he could take any MIT course he wants. He's not going to get the diploma, but you know what I mean? He could, I think that's very powerful. Now, what comes along with it is un, incredibly unfortunate. And I think social media, like if you separate social media from the internet, the internet is not that, like, that's why I'm saying the 90s, when it was just chat rooms and websites and porn, it wasn't that, like, didn't take up that much time. You know what I mean? You weren't, it was social media that came along and sucked us in hard. And that's where all the disinformation lies. That's where all the, and I, I don't care about disinformation. I'm not like, I whatever. mean, that would, that would come whether social media was there or not. Right. Sure. And when I said that's where all the disinformation lies, I'm wrong. That's half on real media. Uh, Duncan tried to break down how like for being a dick or holding a grudge against someone, how it's all in your mind and you're just creating it and it doesn't get out of there. It was sort of like a, um, a McKenna moment, but he just talked about how people getting offended, like uh, jokes and talk about things. Do you, either of you guys, well, let's start with you, Kamar. Do you have grudges? Do, are there people that you, um, no. you know, are on your shit list? No. Zero people are on your shit list. No. There's not one person that you're like, There's oh, not that guy. One person I am actively putting an ounce of energy or right, right, to right, 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 begrudge. Yeah. Do you? I think we know the answer. Myself. That's the only person I would. You're be. angry at Kamar. Yeah. Oh well, like Kamar, there's no one I'm. There's no one I hate more than me. No, let's that get that was, out that of the way. The question. But that's a good. Uh, sure, but no, yeah, I, I'm a grudge holder. I mean, listen, grudge, how many grudges do you have on your list? Right a ton. Now? Well, like, do you actively know? Like, if I said, okay, Matt, right now, write down five Simon. of your yeah, grudges. Yeah, for sure, Simon. I said on this show, if I became exceedingly rich, I would spend upwards of ten million dollars spiting people. I mean, I'm sure I have a couple of grudges. I just like off the top of my head, I, I bet if you really let go of those grudges, them. you'd make that ten million dollars. No. Really, you think? Well, this is what Duncan is suggesting. Letting go of these things, like, it quickly can uh, cause a transformation. Um, I agree. agree. One of these said, and I noticed it, if I'm ever angry, I do not feel myself. I feel like I'm being some person and what I think they should be when they're angry. And I I don't want to be angry, but when I am, I feel sort of, it's not a natural state sort of to be. When do you get angry? (sighs) Give me an example of something that angers Kamar. I'm trying to think last time I was angry. We've I've gotten you angry arguing about this podcast. Yeah, and in and in those moments, but but that that's almost different. Like I I strive not to be angry. You get angry. I don't think I've seen you angry very much. But I get angry every day when I drive my car. Can't but I can second that. All I know is whenever I've been in a situation where I'm raising my voice, I do not feel myself. I feel like I'm being some sort of pers- representation of what anger is, and I and it's not comfortable. And so again, back to that. This is all in our mind. What we do, it's like the easiest thing, you know, change your perspective, but it is work. You know what? what? Saying. When I say that I have grudges, um, 
I've been working on that for years. Like, first of all, my 20s, I was miserable. Now, alcohol had a lot to do with that. But like, I've really turned my life around as far as my mood. People still think I'm a grumpy prick. I think a lot of that has to do with the 10 years before this last 10 years. Because, you know, it's tough to change people's perspective of you. I would say the last 10 years, I've been like the happiest, probably nicest, best version of me that I've ever been. Are you consciously trying to? Yeah, always. I'm always, try- I'm always trying to work on myself. Always. Like Especially said. like I, as soon as I quit drinking, I listen, if you think you're going to change yourself overnight or if you have, good for you. But don't think that like change takes a long time. It's not easy. Tend to the part of the garden you can touch. I like that. And I think that goes back to the system. Just keep it close to you, what you can control and change part of me. But let's get some interesting stuff here. Um, <laughs> Wait, what were you saying about Reddit, though, earlier? Well, I, I, Reddit feels like it's almost Wild Wild West. I think it is left slanted, but I just don't hear the complaints of people being deplatformed on Reddit. I mean, I don't I am never it. reading comments on Reddit, though. Like, that's... No, I, it's just not in any sort of uh, limelight of being this platform that's... in. in in a struggle. I mean, it probably is happening, but I, I'm not in the Reddit world. But it seems like people are constantly talking about uh, suppression, uh, misinformation on Twitter. But I, Reddit yeah, it's seems true. like it's you sort don't of hear a, lot a of silo it. unto it's itself. It's not true. Reddit's very left, and it's controlled by like the same, I think it's like 25 moderators control. I just don't hear the outcry about it. That's I think all. it's because Reddit just isn't doesn't have the same presence as Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like people, like there aren't companies, by and large, there aren't, uh, maybe that's not true. I don't know. It's it's just different. Reddit, you can comment and shit like that, but it's not the main focus. Whereas Twitter, that kind of is the main focus. So, but I also mean like it's way you might, more troll friendly. But I mean, you might follow Wendy's on Twitter, but you're not gonna like go to the Wendy's subreddit and check in. You, you see what well, I'm someone saying? Someone is. Someone is. Well, maybe. Well, Wendy's s- sometimes if I'm trying to get like an opinion on something, okay, I'll go to Reddit. Meaning like. Um, I don't know if there's a restaurant maybe I want to try because people, it's just real people yeah, yeah, yeah. voicing their opinion, you know? I agree. Yeah. I don't know. They got into talking about UFOs and yeah, uh, let's do this. Always a funny moment though, right before Joe mentions, I heard that with 5G, they'll be do radar and surveil people inside a house. And Duncan replies, yeah, that was me. I told you that. And then they had to fact check themselves. Yeah. You know, there's a cir- circulation of information out there that maybe no one's ever verified. The, those are my favorite times when I tell you guys something that we all heard on the podcast. Yeah. 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 That we all have the same information, yeah. the same access yeah. to. Yeah. We coined a phrase for that. And uh, a Judaism? Oh, don't. Don't. Come on. <laughs> don't go and get yourself canceled. You see um, how powerful my people are. Um. What do you think presidents know about UFOs? Like, they don't know anything. More than we do. You think so? A president definitely knows when a UAP is a drone that they have control over versus something they should be worried about. But do you think presidents... You think think that the president has access to all fucking military shit? No, they don't. Okay, fine. Not all, but you don't think that they would have some? Uh, I mean, some. I just think that the presidents come and go. And we fa- we know this. They just don't get as much information as we think they do. Fine, fair enough. Sure. Even when you ask, even when you go out and press, like I think Obama did, and you can only get so much. I'm willing to agree with that. And um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think certain presidents probably know more. 
I, I don't think it's, I think there are people who know more, I guess is my point. Like, um, Senator, um, what's that fucking guy's name? Senator Harry Reed Reed. Like that guy, I bet knows everything. Just Cause he's, he's been, been there been for, so for so long. He was just one of those guys who was like, yeah, you know, presidents come and go and this guy keeps fucking. We just got to hope one of them goes the off the deep end does. and splurt something out before they die. Deathbed confessionals. Cause they're coming up. Well, right. look, we've Jimmy's seen, gonna go. We've yeah. seen leaks before. Jimmy's <laughs> gonna go. We've seen leaks before, a la um, those two guys who are both separately on the run there, Snowden and uh, no, Snowden Assange. and oh, Assange. Assange. Yeah, Assange you know is not I mean? on the yeah. run. <laughs> he, he's living in incarcerated hell. I just mean they're both. They both spilled beans. Yeah, beans were spilled. Beans could be spilled again. You Those never two guys—the one guy that's fucked and the one guy that's living in Mother Russia—we could get some information that way. But I don't think the government's going to be releasing any more information about UFOs. I or, think that's or done. Is it now UAPs? Whatever. Is there like, some motive in changing, dropping UFOs, getting away from UFOs? I think UAPs sounds more professional. I think that was the whole UFO sounds like conspiracy theory or just UFO is like kitty stuff. So how can the government talk about kitty stuff? You know, it's like Bigfoot. They won't call it Bigfoot. They'll call it Sasquatch. I imagine that's a really weird flex still, though. If you're going to talk about UFOs and aliens, you're probably going to talk about pyramids, which they did. <laughs> I believe it's boats is how they got the rocks there. Huge boats. barges. No. It was a fertile, it was a total, it wasn't a desert. It was a big was, Nile, yeah. there was a river, and they had huge barges. And they, the pyramids came right up to the Nile. So it, 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 by, it, by his logic, they didn't have to go far to move it at that point, you know? That's my I theory. disagree. I totally disagree with you, Kamar, but I... Uh, Just, that's how they got the rocks there. I still don't know how they put them all up or how long it took or how many people it took to do them. What's what's wrong, Maddie? We know you can move giant blocks on boats because didn't he say they were like twenty five tons? But the Romans did it to when they sacked Egypt and then brought the ship back to Italy. That's how they have some of these original like giant um, obelisks. You know what a, those are? Yeah, I know what an obelisk is. Yeah, yeah. and I those just, things were as big or not bigger than some of the blocks. So again, it's on a boat or a barge. They had, that was the only way for them to bring it back. And then a rope, and then they just pull it up with five hundred thousand guys, <laughs> like his little demonstration. Yeah, they just pull. I'm not it sure up. it was quite that simple, but uh, or they just appeared from a dimension. The stones. The whole the whole kit and caboodle. Maybe the pyramids have just always been there. Is the world of, isn't that a good? Uh, they have always been that there. way. They have always been there. That way, they never would have had to have built anything, anybody, and we that explains why we don't know how they did it because they didn't do it. That's great. They've it, just always been standing. It's such a crime that they were looted. Yeah, that picture they show still it still doesn't do his justice, and I pray every day that someone goes back and. What are you talking about? It, it, they show a picture that had a gold cap and it was all white around mm-hmm. with the limestone. Well, I guess. it's a representation of what they thought it looked like. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, if yeah, someone yeah. were to actually um, renovate it, no, what is it? Refurbish it? No, that's not it. Uh, yeah, refurbish Restore. Restore it to its former glory. Yeah, uh, it must have been amazing to see 
the world back then when the fucking deserts were, you know, lush savannas. And how does that happen? The pyramids. And then so many years later, it's the First Nations just on horses, living on the range. Well, symbiotic. That's different people in a different place, right? Did the ideas... Or was there some natural a disaster? Com- a complete stop then, reset or yeah, something. Oh, exactly. I get what you're asking. For, okay. Because what they ask is, if there's no wars, no meteors, no um, no impediments to progress where we are, or is it is it a hodgepodge of getting so far and then totally resetting, getting set back a bit? I mean, we obviously we don't know. But could it make sense, too, that some nomad just fucking walked? And then just lived a nomadic life versus like, uh, I don't know. That's not outlandish to me. Well, okay. So that's one type of people in a different place. No, but I'm I'm saying like is not nomadic and decide to build stuff. Yeah. Like you, but I'm saying someone could have been in Egypt during the pyramids. I mean, like this ain't for me. I'm just going to start walking. And 20 years later, he's, you know, fucking, I don't know. In Russia. You got a mate along the way. It's, it's just. Yeah. Okay. And. Well, I'm just saying, and then his family continues, they're nomadic, so they just keep on walking. They make it through the the land mass or whatever. Or maybe, you know, the world is different back then, so they can they take can a different route. Or, I don't know, yeah. but Or there were already because, people there. Because they said the pyramid is not for me, they didn't go there, and there's, okay, we're going to set up pyramids here. We're going to do things different. It wouldn't surprise me at all if we got it all wrong. That's the most likely Like, scenario. we just, because we, we know us. We... No matter what we think it is, we're going to pump the shit out of that idea, you know, till everybody believes it. Because that's just what we do. Like humans, you know? Yeah. No, that's probably the most likely outcome. We want everybody to agree with us. Like, I think that kind of goes down to every type of civilization. I don't know if it's that as much as we just need answers. So that when we don't fully have them, we create a story around it that sounds plausible. And then we just roll with that until someone comes along with something better with more evidence. That seems... Like, it's not all insidious where we're just like, we're terrible people who need to be agreed with. Like, I don't, I'm not even saying it insidiously. I just look at humans. Like, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of anybody who doesn't operate on, like, you hear something, that's what you believe, and you want you to agree with me. That's just like, yeah, that's pretty natural. I, and I don't, I'm not saying it's right, but it, that, that's what happens. I don't agree with you. How does that make you? No, well, we're going to fight and then we're going to leave each other. You know what I mean? Like. Is that it, Kamar? No, 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 no. Um, we He made the funny analogy how every society, civilization, whatever, thinks they're on, they're on the, they are on the cutting edge of technology. And then that, that monkey is with his stick is like, look at those <laughs> stupid birds. <laughs> and, and we may be that monkey what we think our technology is yeah. at and it's just it's it's still this is so silly despite us being uh in a marvel of it well i mean we are the most advanced thing around us that we know of so you know you can't be like well and we also assume that we're the top like this is you know humans now this is the best we're gonna get which is such a crazy idea right like I mean, you'd think... Do you like, think the cowboys looked at themselves and were like, well, this is... is yeah. 
This is because everybody cats, yeah, just I think everyone that. does that. One yeah. day I'll be Same shooting thing. cows in a car or whatever they. But let me ask you: There's going to be a point. Do you not think of diminishing returns? Where at some point that those people who are like we are the best, they will be. Like that will be the best we'll ever be. Like at some point, humanity will peak, and then just start to decline. No, is that you think we're just a I, constant well, upward trend? No, I think Joe's probably right, and at some point we're going to get hit by a comet or their fucking world's going to erupt in volcanoes. Something we never even thought of, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's usually what happens that's more when you likely, go back and that's more look likely at like, the, the course of time. We just don't, we assume that where we are, we have the rest of kind of time in front of us, but we could be at that last third before yeah. this next whatever. Am I making any sense? Yeah. Last third before the next whatever. No, meaning like yeah. we, you know, comet comes, everything starts over. I assume, I assume that's happened thousands of times at least over history. No, it's got to be more than that. Like the earth is how old? I don't believe that it's just been, you know, 7,000 years to us and that's that. I, I don't buy that at all. And I'm not saying anybody had magic and I'm, I'm just saying time is so long. The universe is 13 billion years old and the planet not the is universe, 4 the, billion years the old. The planet, just the planet. 4 billion. Like, well, then what's I, time to use? Time, just the planet? N- no, but I'm saying like that's at least measurable for us, you know? Well, Okay. While we wait for the end of the world, though, we do engage in leisure activities. Yeah. Uh, then they talked about being addicted to video games. Did you see uh, that motorbike game? I don't yeah. know if you watched it. Yeah. It looked, it looked realer than than real motorbike racing. The, the wet version. Yeah. The, the the dry version. I was like, okay, that's a video game. But the other one, I I had to double check it twice. I find that there's something about night and wet that looks that makes a game look more. It's, well, the wet it's crazy how they race in the rain in F1. Well, for real. Yeah. In, in real life. This, yeah. is just, this is just No, no, no. I, I'm saying, though, in real, though, that, that's nuts. They wear like, those big, they, they do change to those big groove tires, though. Yeah. I mean, everybody's always crashing. Come it, on. It'd be nuts if they were on slicks, though. You'd be, you'd yeah, blow you'd your be mind. Fucking, well, they wouldn't even go. They'd be dying out there. Yeah. In, in the middle. If I had one of those, like, rigs set up, little racing rigs, yeah. I could get into that. That could be a video game that i could do but i would need the whole like i don't think a little one would do it, for and you. it I think and you need an immersive that's what i mean one. i'm saying like a i meant a big rig yeah with like a fully like a. am getting in like a car yeah, yeah. yeah. and the if, seats are like car if, seats if you do many other people will do that as well i i that just the way they're talking about vr and ar it's all sort of circling around each other like a vent and it, yeah when it comes in the middle there'll be It'll it'll be just like I don't know if TikTok became TikTok just because it was the perfect algorithm and caught enough people, or it it brainwashed people to use it. But same with realities, like people will go into other people's realities, like a amusement park, and word them out. Oh, you gotta check it. This guy's what whatever it is, and it, it, I think it's like ten or fifteen years from now. But that will be the biggest thing. I think going to see other people's like how they see the world almost. I could see that. In, in yeah. a scary way. And I think we're too old to like, I'll never do that. But someone who's born today, 
that will not be a, a, a heavy lift to do. For sure, but I, I will miss that because that it just, unless it's coming tomorrow. You can't say that you'll miss it. You don't know that. Listen, you've adopted enough technology in your life, as grumpy as you are. Well, it's the hive mentality. As long as, you know, a couple people you know don't do it, you're fine. But if you're the on the outside looking in and that everyone just talks about that. You I just figure I'm trying to get away from all of this at this point. You know what I mean? I can't imagine. But Simon, like there's a like, okay, let's think about this. Let's say you're like 80 and you have a bad hip, you're bedridden and yeah, Shep, Shep comes over with this virtual reality thing where you can create art inside it or, or bowl, or, you know what I mean? Or do, do any number of things that you used to really enjoy. And it's not exactly the same, but it's close enough that, that you're like, yeah, you know maybe what? Maybe I would do that. Maybe. You never know. Um, stop eating seed oils immediately. They cl- they cause um, inflammation. Kamar's well, Especially been... to the eyes. They're talking about eyesight Ocular, fading. yeah. Um, Macular degenerate. Do you think, and he included coffee. Uh, if you drink coffee, you're not sober. Come on. That no, seems no. crazy. Cigarettes, you're not sober. Come on. Uh, as a baseline, do you think the planet is sober? Or is the, well, is, if you're is, using is, that is ridiculous some, baseline, that ridiculous do I baseline? think the planet is sober? Yeah. He's saying if you include coffee and cigarettes in just, getting high. The support of inebriation is, is more natural than not. Well, then wouldn't you, hold on, Joe gets high from working out. So wouldn't you throw that in there too? Why, like if coffee is. If you ex- no, a foreign substance, say, in your body. It's maybe I don't understand the initial question. What did you ask in the first place? Do you think the planet is sober? Yeah. What does that mean exactly? Do I think the planet is fifty percent of the fifty-one pla- percent of the planet? Oh, oh, oh! I is understand. Just living. The oh, popu- The population. Yes. Well, no. The planet could be drunk. I don't well, know. this is what I don't. Sorry. Drunk I'm on sorry. power. You understood that right away. That uh, he meant yeah. that. Yeah. I should have said population. Yeah. Um. I knew he it's didn't mean the planet. way more than half. We we are un, under some form of influence. And no First matter of all, how I just don't on. look at those as uh, yes. He he's, they're an addiction, but they're not. Uh, well, th- that's what he was talking about. Listen, China has how many billion people? They smoke cigarettes, yeah, and they, they all drink tea. There you go. And Everybody drinks tea. The UK, tea is a huge, yeah. Tea, yeah, caffeine. Everybody in the world drinks tea except for us. I drink tons of tea. Well, I know, but So it's the world is not sober. Is yeah. To, yeah. To criminalize drugs is like it's, what are we doing here? As we've said before, if you dress like a clown, you can say whatever you want. That, that's what he was suggesting because he was talking some crazy stuff. And like, had Kanye been dressed as a clown, you don the clown suit and you can say whatever you want. Everyone goes, he's a fucking clown. Agreed? Um, no. No. Okay. Disagree. I think if you dress like a clown and go up there and say wildly anti-Semitic things, what if it you, doesn't matter that but if, you're a but if clown. You, if you you're say just a Nazi. Wildly uh, anti-Asian things. Is the right. Holocaust didn't happen. You squirt um, your flower in their eye. If you dress up in a clown suit and start walking up to a bunch of black guys and calling them the N-word, I don't think that that's going to go over very well. <coughs> well no I one, don't think they're going to be like, oh, it's a clown. Then it's hilarious. We've got to set uh, precedent. Well, they forget that most people hate clowns. Most people do hate clowns. So yeah. it's a weird flex to be like, why? Well, because they're fucking 
scary. Well, I'm guess. afraid of it because of a movie poltergeist that mm-hmm. was it's more uh, that sometimes people say stuff and then they say they're joking i was taking out of context whatever but if you're wearing the clown suit there's no we knew your intentions were to be a clown <laughs> oh by the way yeah. this is what i should have said in my um post show my week yeah i watched that movie barbarian mm-hmm it's the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. What the so fuck? So you're going to apologize? Yeah, I'm sorry. I meant yeah. to do that when I first walked in the door. That's why I'm taking the time Terrible. to do it now. It's so bad. What the fuck, man? Jared was like, great movie. I liked it. I was I, like, you're I, a fucking asshole. I, One of the worst I, movies was, I've ever it was seen. so bad. And I know people were going to say I hated the end. Oh, did I ever hate the ending? What ending? That movie stunk. It was That terrible. movie fucking yeah, stunk. It was really bad. It couldn't have been as bad as Blue Lig- Iguana. I don't, I don't know, know what that is, but this yeah. movie fucking stunk. I, I told to... you you'd rather watch Elvis. I mean, I don't know because I haven't seen Elvis, but but, well, you, but, but judging but by how bad Barbarian was, but uh, <laughs> Barbarian was fucking garbage. Anyway, sorry. Go on with. Uh, I should have said at the beginning, "How was my week?" Uh, we totally skipped over, or I neglected to address Joe exposing the furry controversy in real time. The oh, because he was like, oh, wrong happening in schools, about the schools. And then in real time, they sort of worked out. It's all a urban myth of like one situation. And then he, what are we talking about? Joe was People saying he in- knew a teacher at some school, and they put the litter box for oh, the yeah, kids. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't think they're furries. I think that's just in like any way. It was a low point whatever. for Joe. Furries is a sex thing, isn't it? And they again push the whole like you should not you know that Halloween candy's coming in from Mexico just chock full of fentanyl. <laughs> Who pushed that? They were Duncan and him were like, yeah, we talked about it on Doctor Phil. You really got to be well, careful. Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel and Doctor Phil. Yeah, I thought they were saying how ridiculous it was that no. Doctor Phil said. I that. think we're saying it's ridiculous too. We, we are. We said last week. No, we did. But yes. I thought Joe this week was no. like, yeah, I yeah, thought he was the being whole a thing little felt confused. He's, he says a lot of stuff. I mean, I also say a lot of things. Like Duff, I'll man. contradict myself three times it's in true. this yeah. segment. So alone. they talked about getting rid of leaders, like w- w- what this tribe mentality that we need leaders, but then it comes to we have to have militaries, and then all of a sudden, then we have to have leaders. Because what would happen if the military was just left to like, we'll figure out what we do? Well, we've seen that in other countries, it breaks off into factions, and then they fight each other for and power of the country. Mm-hmm. Well, imagine if it really was done in a way where like. Everybody just had an ultimate fighting team, and you really did world supremacy like based just based on, on hand to hand combat. Because, like, look, let's say the we U.S. really is the biggest superpower. Shouldn't they be able to create the most superpowered athlete? Sure. Well, but then China would win everything, right? Because they're just they'd have some guy juiced to the gills. Well, Some nine-foot Aquaman. You who would have fucking... to... I think you would be very strict on, like, USADA-type rules if oh, that was wow. the case. Okay, yeah, know? no one cheats ever. Well, no, I, I, they don't. <laughs> okay, yes, fine. I don't know, what... I like it. Listen, I love your hand-to-hand combat for supremacy You can let idea. them s- fight to the death. Yeah, Mandingo style. Yeah, like, you're going to lose a couple of people as opposed to millions mm-hmm. of people. Yeah, I like it. I think it's good, man. Yeah. So, yeah, the military is a problem with burning down the system. They'd have to be involved in it. Uh, Joe talked about uncut gems, really struck him. He saw a little bit after it came out. And uh, anyone who likes that sort of movie, I would recommend Owning Mahoney with Philip Seymour Hoffman. About degenerate gambling, like, I can't. 
when someone wins something and they walk away, then they come back and you're just like, ah, I mean, you know, you've done it yourself. What that, that compulsion. Owning Mahoney was, that was sad. It's, one, it's yeah. so sad. Um, Phillips, rest in peace, Philip Seymour. Rest in power. They, uh, this basically was a bash on Joe Biden. They kept talking about leadership, bouncing back to him. They, they just always bashed that his amnesty on marijuana Joe. really wasn't freeing anyone. But it's gotten so bad. He was on the news yesterday. And normally when a president's speaking, they'll just, we'll go to the president, see his words. They had him there and a reporter saying what he's trying to say. Well, I'm just waiting until they close uh, caption. Uh, and that's the final, they, that's the death note. They had a mat. They, they ha- basically had a mat. <laughs> I'm beside Kamar. Talking yeah. over the president while he was he going. And what she said and what he said didn't match up. Then there was a weird moment when Joe talked about going down a pedophile rabbit hole and he didn't want to talk about it on air. Well, he's obviously watching some, some Q type. Yeah. He's back oh, in the right. mix or something. Yeah. I'll talk well, about listen, later. it is not hard to get convinced. You know, you watch a couple of those. Uh, yeah, they're edited well. They got and the music drags you in. Yeah. It's, uh, it, and you just it gotta do- come to your better senses. It doesn't senses. seem so far fetched when you know places like Epstein Island exist. I just heard this whole other story. There was like this um, summer camp they set up on some island back in the sixties or the seventies or whatever, and it was like a scouts camp and they would get kids to come and then it was a whole like pedo farm farm, exactly and it was all there are there are too many incidences catholic church i'm talking to you for it to be all washed away as oh that was the other thing i didn't talk about in my week yeah you Um, watched i watched you so did i dude i think it might be the best we'll get there Um, that's what show so october is all about Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, we'll okay. I'll, there, ta- yeah. I'll, I'll praise Ari during well, some do October. This? Uh, There's no way you're going to say it's I'm one of kidding. the best specials ever, really? Uh, yeah. Anyways, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I think she went too fast. <laughs> Objection. Uh, if you can help, help, but don't hurt. The circle's back to just, it's all in your head and try to try to be the nicer person. If you can help, good. help, but don't hurt. That's what the Dalai Lama said. And then Joe said, yeah, I know. Sometimes I have issues with anger. And that's why I don't think I've ever seen. I've seen Joe tested sort of, say, in heated discussion. But I can imagine what he's angry about. Well, I don't want to blow the next episode, but he kind of looked like he was getting angry at Bert there for a second. Well, we won't blow the episode. Uh, I mean, was, sorry. It's all it's all relative, right? Like what you think getting angry is might be his like. Maybe Joe pulls up to someone on the freeway like, shut you fucking out. Whatever. I, I don't think he should. And you he's a high profile. You only see what he, he exactly. wants you I to see. see what- he's building a place right now. They're doing renovations. I've done renovations many a time. He's berating I can tell contractors. You, it gets very frustrating. 100%. No matter how high you are. Maybe that's why he has 100%. such a small crew because he doesn't want to get Elland. He's just berating Jamie totally, constantly. Totally, total. I can see. I Sometimes he treats Jamie kind of shitty. Shout and he doesn't Jamie. mean to do Powerful it, Jamie. but you know, you could tell Joe is like. I give him the benefit the of the doubt. He's human. He's you the know. boss. Yeah, this, well, he's also. This was, when you're the boss, you. Uh, this was got, the most coherent, coherent of their podcast. Just letting you know. And uh, soberest, because they didn't do mushrooms. You mushrooms because yeah. Duncan had to take his kids to uh, trick or treat. I give it a three. Yeah, I'll give it a. I'll give it a three. I so like that rating. Duncan's living in Austin now. How about that? Yeah, 
Cash me outside. Is that a thing? You said, how about that? Oh, gotcha. I rate this one a 3.25, a 3.5. It was great. I mean, it was, no, a three. I'll give it a three. Did we all give it a three? Wow. Did it? Did we? We have an agreement. Too many of those lately. All right, Kamar, let's uh, let's give Susan Santos like 15 minutes. And then let's... Uh... 1894, Suzanne Santos. She's uh, formerly from a band called Honey Honey, uh, which did not experience a lot of success. And now she's despite, um, despite in a solo career. Joe's best efforts. He, Joe, at one point in this on. episode, says what we're all thinking. Like, I don't get it. How are you guys not more popular? Yeah. That was it because we were all thinking the same thing. Why are you not more popular? There's a lot just of, for different reasons, you know. <laughs> there's a lot of Nick mentions. That's her husband. I know. Yeah. And I thought Nick might have been more interesting to have on well, the podcast. Well, yeah, Nick Offerman, he's great. I do not believe not that's Nick the Nick Offerman. it is. I think it's Paul Paul Zotto, I'm just I believe joking. his name is. Nice guy, I guess. She can't say enough good things about him. She's talking in the beginning about tensing up when she's yelling at family members, and I believe that's an argument and them telling her to quit music. <laughs> um, she says she lost momentum because she did not get vax. So Hang it up, sucks. Suzanne. This that's, episode That's going to give stopped. her a grudge. Hold on. Let's start by saying let's this. Let's start by saying this. It felt like she had like clearly been listening to the last three weeks' worth of episodes and was just like going down a list of like, what can I get Joe on here? Seed oils. You know what, Joe? I've been doing this thing on seed oils. I was like, you are grossing me the fuck out right now. You've been, you have carte blanche to come on here whenever. And she gets drunk and giggly. It's just the most disingenuous fucking. My prayer, as I said, the last time she was on, is this how it goes. Uh, Joe's in a place, runs into Suzanne. Suzanne, Suzanne, I haven't seen you forever. You should come to the podcast. No, Joe. I have nothing to offer on the podcast. I don't want to go. We'll get hang. No, no. I insist. I love you. It's always a great. T- no, Joe. I, it's all right. I've I've done enough. Thank you so much. Appreciate everything. And he just manhandled her into the studio and made her do it. And that makes us a better podcast. And hold on, these are all four hours. Your whole rant was absolutely one hundred percent correct, Matthew. Not you, Kamar. Yours was okay, but everything you said is right about Suzanne Santo. That is exactly it. It was gross. It felt gross. It's gross. To the point of her saying, oh, did you want me to play you a song like I just happened to have my guitar with me? We knew that was coming. Get out of here, We knew that was coming. Get out of here. The whole Uh, thing is fucking At one point, she says to him, oh, well, we've uh, we've talked about that. uh, Let's move on. And he goes, no, it's okay. And I was like, no, Joe. No, Joe, please. please, Let's move on. Well, no, because they move on, and it's to something even more irritating. So... I, I was I, truly by like the fourth point she brought up that had been brought up in the last like week. I was like, this is insane now. Like, do you just not have a, you do, there's nothing going like on Joe's in your life. not picking up on it either. She just happens to be in 1000% like step with you. Oh, this episode bothered me to no end. Yeah, it, it bothered me. She and you know what? I don't even have all the talking points that I would. And it just, it's annoying when it comes like it's disingenuous and just pandering. And I feel bad because I don't dislike her. Like, I'm not like I hate Suzanne Santos. I don't, I wish her well. I wish she would find success so that she would never, ever have to come on again. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't hate her either. Good for her. Do whatever you want to do. I just, the fact that I have to listen to these 
It makes me hate her. It feels like Garth Brooks' name came up in an episode and she heard Suzanne Santo. She was like, I heard you talk about me in uh, Sober October. And he was like, really? When? She was like, you were talking about like country stars. He was like, no, that was Garth Brooks. She was like, oh, really? Well, maybe I come on this week. And we talk about all the shit you've been talking about for the last three weeks. Maybe that's uh, what we do. She must have been trying to sell something, right? Like, she must have been trying to push something. Well, at the very end, she said she's doing a live stream that people could hop on. But oh, I bet that's going to have 200 viewers. Not, like, that we can, not that we should speak. Like our musician friend, um, James Maynard, said he often does not offer his opinion unless he has solutions. I think Susan could benefit from taking that advice. At one point, so she said... We. Who who uh, would look at text during a uh, performance? And uh, oh, James, James Maynard, Maynard <laughs> watch a full fight during performance. Every hour hurts. The last one kills. Oh, I, I meant to say this. That's too. the stupidest saying I've ever fucking heard. Life is suffering. Her and Joe must have um, hooked up at some point. I don't mean him cheating on his wife. I mean like. There's a flirtation that you no, just no, cut just, with a knife? There's some reason why they were friends to begin with. I think they must have been a thing for a sack. No, I, th- I swear sack. to God, he just he had three whiskeys, two joints, sat down at a bar and heard her perform. And anyone can have a performance where and they just blow your mind. Honey, honey, like. Yeah. Come on, man. I feel like he was enamored with Gary Clark Jr. He came that- after. Honey, honey. <laughs> okay. Well, I thought he was in Honey, honey. I don't think so, is he? Wasn't it her, him and Suzanne Santa? Wasn't that? Or no, they had a different band together? I don't think they ever had a band together. They played that one time Joe okay, saw them bad. in okay. the club. But I think Honey, honey is a, is not. I mean, I could be totally wrong. Am I wrong? Kamar? Do you know what the truth is, Simon? Neither of us give a fuck. No, which we is don't, why we don't know. I never understood why Honey, honey was ever even on the show in the first place. Because Joe saw them. It was the beginnings of the podcast. He really enjoyed them, had them on. I I think she may focus on other stuff rather than music. That she she she's so well read. Talk about the testaments and the Bibles. Like it started to make my head spin how much she claimed to have known. I just don't care. Like, this episode was like... I can't believe Joe didn't like Maverick. No, Suzanne Santo and Ben Jaffe. Oh, my right. bad. Okay. They were lovers. They were lovers? <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying next, Kamara, before I so rudely interrupted you? She was on the show, and we didn't like it at all. Suzanne <laughs> Santo, yes. That that encapsulates <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you everything it. about if this you, If you asked me what she does, I said, I think she watches a lot of old movies and uh, claims to read books. Um, she worked on puzzles, and then she was like, um, and writing a song was like putting a puzzle together. Oh, my God, did you see what I just did there? It was like, behold. It was like Kanye? This, it, it, it was just like Kanye. Uh, you know, I think she's puzzles. Great. Do you guys ever do puzzles? Well, during COVID, I did a bunch. We, I like we puzzles. traded a bunch. I remember? don't. Uh, I do like puzzles. There's something about it. It's so useless. I totally get exactly what Joe was saying because after I'm done doing it, I'm like, wow, that got me zero. You know, I can't frame it and put it on my wall. Well, I you can't can sell it to somebody. Nobody's paying me to do the puzzle. There's no. You know, there's no payoff. There's no snazzy outcome mm-hmm. besides the puzzle being done. I think one thing she should do is try to write a pop song. 
i.e. a song that you hear once or twice and it's in your head. She should have tried to be like the next... Um, like a ghostwriter. Uh, like a, a Taylor Swifty type person. You yeah, know? all her songs are haunting and like beautiful, whatever, but I don't see it as popular music. And I'm sure she has a fan base. I guess I remind her me of Joni Mitchell. She's sort of like that. Except not successful. Except not as successful. But not interesting. If she if she did not follow her heart and desire to be an entertainer, she was an actress, but she now thinks she probably could have done. She'd be selling pizza and spaghetti, which came in the most interesting part of the podcast. She asked Joe, if you didn't get into comedy, what would you be doing? And he could not answer. Sort of stumped him. I think you nailed it on the head there without knowing it. That's I think that's the key. You said it. She was also an actress. I don't... If you want to be a professional musician, I think you got to dedicate. Like you got to go whole hog. I don't think you can be like, well, I'm also trying to be an actor. I didn't even know she was an actor. Yeah, remember she said she was like in New York. I was like way more successful, but then uh, she was like, when I came out to L.A., you're just another face, and you're starting new again. No one knows you. That sort of thing. Hmm. How about them apples? Yeah. Um. Everyone feels like they're going to sort of see how the world ends. She claimed that. Like, I, I, I just feel like I'm going to be there. Yep. Agree that sort of some sort of thing. Yeah, for sure. We all believe that our generation will be the last, or that you'll see the demise of the earth, and then uh, you just die. I so guess you could, could just convince yourself of that. Like, well, when you die, it is all that, over. That's what I mean. Yeah. So as long maybe as, that's when the DMT kicks in. You just see the whole world evaporate. So you think you're like, it's, oh, that's that's it. It's just the ending of Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's uh, it. All the buildings come down, yeah. the pixies start. And then it goes dark, and yeah. you're like, shit, thank God I didn't have to see that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We got confirmation that uh, Graham Hancock and yes. Randall Carlson are going to be in the house Praise on the clock, the as Lord. it were. I think this episode gets at least a one for that alone. Yeah, man, Simon. that was, was that in this episode? Yeah. Was, no, yeah. it was Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Oh, yeah, you're right, it was. Praise the Lord. Yeah, that'll be nice. I mean, I would much rather Graham Hancock on his own. Mm-hmm. Because what's his name just talks too slow. Well, he's interesting, be. but he talks too. They slow. may be, they may not. But be maybe together. they'll do a two-parter, like a six-hour. They may not be together. He just said that I'm having. He did not say necessarily they are together, and I, I agree with you there. And then she started bemoaning on and on about how, what celebrities are doing in Ukraine. I was like, what are you doing on Joe Rogan? What are you doing? Period. <laughs> yeah. Who are you? Just trying to get a leg up. Uh, winter character is a cool thing. Winter character. Oh yeah, the character formed by living in a winter climate, and it's just a, it's just a separator. As we're going to experience it now, we just had daylight savings. Like it's going to be dark, yeah, for sure when we leave here today, and moving forward to the next what four months. The winter really is a bitch. Like it's I don't know if it does everything Joe said as it does, but it really is a pain in the ass. Like it adds a certain something something. A je ne sais quoi. Yeah, it fucking stinks. Winter fucking stinks. I agree with him. It does build character. But to what degree? You don't need 40 years of it. I'll tell you that. Ten, if you 10 good young years of winter, you get it. You fully understand what's what's what. You don't need any more than that. Well, I guess the, the idea is if you spend your youth there and then you go somewhere warm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You spend but 10 years in the cold as a young... We didn't do that. We stayed yeah, in the nuts. cold. It's nuts. And like you just I, I think depending on where you live, you look at the climate just differently. Yeah. Of course. Like, I th- I feel a lot... It's my ignorance to... It seems all right here because it's pretty much always the same here. 
we haven't experienced as much extremes where I guess places that are one way all year round are. And if you were like a big hockey player, you would love winter, right? Like that's yeah, no sport in the rinks are open. And- but Kamar, you're also forgetting that we do see the extremes. Like think about the difference from the coldest winter day to the hottest summer day here. It's like a hundred degree difference. We see the most extremes out of any yeah. city in the world. I yes. think. And we, uh, and we the continue capital. too, so it feels like capital. the, the yeah. planet is doing what it's always done. Um, yeah, like a humid summer day here is fucking and a cra- And a crazy blizzard will humble you. <laughs> like even yeah. in your, you're in your car and the road's starting to get, like you just, and you want to get to shelter and just like, thank God I'm not stranded or whatever. There's so. no better feeling than being at home, knowing you don't have to go anywhere and like seeing like you're going to get four feet of snow and you're just like, fuck, I'm not. Once it stops, I'll go out and shovel. But until then, just as a human being, it's as a crazy child, how it's like much you best. loved it as a kid. The, the like, best, just jump off anything. The now I just think a... about shoveling. That's yep. all I can. Uh, but I don't. I'm gonna get a snowplow. I think. Um, the... She talked about an issue that she really hasn't experienced yet, but uh, staying relevant as an entertainer. Uh, don't you have to gain yeah, some relevancy so first? Madonna, Madonna was... and Britney really have like. Uh, well, that was the only time well. I agreed with her in the whole episode was when she stuck up for herself against Joe, only because she was drunk, I might add you. But it was the Madonna thing, because I don't know if you've seen Madonna lately. Her that TikToks bitch are is terrible. crazy. She looks crazy. She appear. looks like a 100-year-old, I don't even know. Like She looks like she's made of Play-Doh. There's some, and now buddy. she's dyed her eyebrows. She's blonde. Gross. She looks crazy, she's man. Oh, Madonna, I miss you. She looks she like she could have got it for. I still give she it looks to her like just the she's Madonna. Matt, I'm not. I know lie. exactly what Madonna looks like. You know the uh, evil creature in um, Barbarian. Yeah, that's exactly. what I she bet looks it is. Like. Yeah, just uh, a slightly better. Teeth. I don't know if you even know who it is, but Aaron Carden passed away. I did. Yeah, I saw, I saw that. Thirty-four yeah. years old, which leads me to. Is it better take to burn off. out or to fade away? Like, would Madonna be served the same if she thing. just sort of it better to died or at to 50 or whatever? No, Madonna could have just taken her billion dollars and just, like, lived her life. She just, she just had to there's be. There's an addiction to relevance. Yeah. There's an addiction to relevance. That's the problem. If you don't have that, then you can just fade away nicely, you know? Like, well, Kanye has that, too. He refuses to believe it, but Kanye, like, he has to be. But Kanye was also making music good enough that he would still be relevant in the music conversation. He just is such an egomaniac that he had to be part of every conversation. And that's what happens when you get enough money because you're like, okay, well, I'm bored doing this and there's nobody to tell me I can't do that. Yeah. Whenever I'm not doing anything and uh, someone asks you what I'm doing, you just say I'm working on myself. And it was funny when um, <laughs> Joe asked Susan what she did during the pandemic. And she said, I, I worked on myself. So. <laughs> nothing. She I did knew, nothing. I knew yeah. where she was coming from. <laughs> oh, my God. The, I'm going to totally start using that. Hey, Simon, you want to go to the hockey game? I I'm can't. sorry. I can't. I'm working I'm on working myself. Well, if, you, if, you don't, if you're not supportive of that, then you're an asshole. <laughs> I'm working on myself. You believe in God. Good. You got to believe in the devil. It's like the new I'm washing my hair. Yeah. Because you know the person is just telling you to fuck yeah, off in the it. nicest yeah. way possible. Yeah. yeah, almost in the rudest way possible. Really. Well, that was. I'd what, rather wash my hair than do that, something with the, you. It, yeah. it really is, yeah. right? Like, I'm working on myself. Yeah. So basically, anything but fuck your doing mother. what yeah. you want to yeah. do. 
No, you, they'd rather fuck your mother <laughs> than hang out with you. Uh, have you guys seen uh, Event Horizon? Yeah. Uh, remind me what that one was. Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, dimension. Who's the guy from New Zealand that was in Jurassic Park? Sam Harris. No. Sam Neil. Sam Neil. Yeah. They're going to find a spaceship that was lost called the Event Horizon that had a black hole on it. That's right. Yes, I have seen it. Yes, I have. Yep. It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again. From that and Simon to Rex, it brings together the budget in the box office. We all know they won't guess the year. And the Patreons are the real winners here at the J-R-E-E. It's a movie game where Matt and Simon go head to head, figure out what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make it, and how much it made at the box office. This week we're doing one of the numerous shitty movies Suzanne Santo claimed to have watched. <laughs> uh, Van Horizon, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Sam Neill, Kathleen Quinlan, and Jolie Richardson. I'm just double checking that we haven't done this. A distress signal is received from the event horizon, a starship that disappeared during its maiden voyage to Proximia Centauri seven years earlier and has mysteriously reappeared in a decaying orbit around Neptune. Are you ready, Maddie, with a year? Uh, Oh, you're just checking all your notes. No, no, I just told you. I'm seeing if we've already done it. You know what? You're a piece of shit. J-R-E-E movie game. Um, Do I have a year? Come on, take it away. Yeah, I have a year, Simon. Okay, I have a year as well. I think we have the same year. I have 1998. Yeah, I have the same. 1997. God fucking What are we doing it. here? I was so debating close. between 96 and 98. <laughs> that makes Decided sense. to go with 98. <laughs> Should have gone in the middle. Oh, that makes sense. And I yeah. hope you're playing at home. Now, how much did this piece of shit cost to make? This was not a piece of shit. I think if I remember correctly, I liked this movie. No, it was pretty bad. I think you're mistaken. Directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. Really? Who did Mortal Kombat before, Resident Evil. Yeah, he's never done anything good. Okay, I'm ready. Um, okay... I'm ready as well. I said it cost 24 and it made 42. Oh, I said it cost 41 and it made 155. Oh, that's so close. Budget 60 wow. million. Wow. Box office 42 million. Shut the fuck. I hit it. And- Boom. Wow. 42 million. That's a what win. a stinker. It's a bomb. What it's a, a bomb. What it's a, a bomb. stinker. And they never worked again. <laughs> what a stinker. And th- and this was a stinker of a podcast. That's the movie game. Uh, Prey, the new Predator is good. Joe agrees. She's going to watch it. good. And this sort of ended just with, if spiders or praying mantises were a hundred times bigger, (laughs) they would be. That ain't how it is though, is it? It would be their world. That would be the type of thing that could bring us all together. Yes. In some sort of unity. Us against the bugs. Yeah. Some sort of nuclear mutation, which will never be. a Gojira type of thing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, praying praying mantises, like when you watch those videos of them 
killing the fucking hummingbirds. Like, oh, they'll hack off. They'd hack off our hardcore head. shit. Or even if they were like ten times bigger than they are, they'd be a fucking problem. And forget just those bugs. All bugs, dude. Look at ants. Like they can carry. 400 times their yeah. weight. Even if they're the son like, of Chico. Think about that. It'd be fucking brutal. Answer, you just wake up, your car's gone. What They've taken the catalytic converter. What is your favorite insect? That's a weird question. It is a weird question. Just before we do that. Pill bug. We found a praying mantis where my brother did. Mm-hmm. They kept it in a jar at the bar there. Oh, interesting. Um, they killed it? No, then they he let it go in the backyard. But they are so fucking cool. When you see them in real life, they're like... They the look best like is a they're, drawing, they're probably you know? in that in that fucking jar just looking at you like yeah, if I was ten times bigger you. I'd yeah. hack your fucking yeah. head yeah. right yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry, uh, favorite bug. I mean, I said pill bug. That was my what's a pill? Those are things are disgusting. He that asked my find, favorite insect, find yeah, under, under like stones? a log or whatever, yeah. Those are your favorite. No way, man. Not, they, know some of my they get in a ball, favorite. they get in a ball and roll up. Those are disgusting. Yeah, disgusting. Horrible. Thank you, Kamara. Okay, bees. Thank you. Bees are my they favorite. They live in the dark. Bees, that's what I say. Bees are my favorite. Bees are my favorite, too. It's got unanimous. the most personality. They're a ladybug, maybe. No, no ladybugs. Not the stink. fake ladybugs. No, the ladybugs that are out now that bite. Those are the fake, those are the China bugs. They're brutal, but the bee is my favorite insect. Buzz, buzz, bee, honey, honey, honey. And then close second, the dragonfly. Yeah, I was going to say. the mosquitoes. And I was so going to say, dragonfly is my favorite. I like them more than the bees. They're more unique. I like the dragonflies the best. Well, you change your mind. Yeah. So I guess we all agree that. mosquitoes are the worst. They're pretty oh, bad. I mean, it, by a well, long shot. Lice, coin, you're lice pick are pretty bad. No, no, um, mosquitoes have the biggest body count. Ticks, pill ticks bugs are the worst. Oh, pill bugs ticks. are terrible. <laughs> this fucking guy. Hold he on, probably like like on. millipedes too. For the record, silverfish. He, he said, "What's your favorite insect?" Without thinking, I said, "I don't know." Yeah, pill bugs. First thought, best thought, and then it, you, you stood thinking. behind it. Yeah, well, or you, the earwig. I tried. You he can, probably likes earwigs. Well, Do you like cockroaches, Matt? You can both suck my fucking dick. Put two, well, I don't think put we can both two, do it at the same put time. Put two we'll hard inches turns. of blue steel in your mouth and fuck right off, okay? Yeah, well, well, you know, as always, we hope the best for Suzanne Santo. Um, I give this she, a zero. She, she has songs. to never be on this show well, no, ever I, again. I, I, I wouldn't mind her husband. He sounds like an interesting guy. No, I, I, this has to stop. Like, oh, that's right. I don't give zeros. It's a point five. This one gets a point five. It, it has to stop. It's okay if Joe wants to have farmers on. At least there's something to be... You know, even the worst hunter, there's something to take from. Even the most boring nutrition guy, there's something to take from. Suzanne Santos is done. There's nothing to take from her because she. No, 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 no. If you work at something long enough, you may not succeed. That's that's what the well. If you haven't got that already from her 14th time on Rogan, then. But I think she's born to play music and not be uber successful and she's loving her life and she's in love so and i'm not saying she's a bad musician and i think it's great that she's in love i just why is she on rogan what does joe see that we do not see i think we're asking i give this a one i give it a 0.5 i give it a 0.5 as well i think kamar you're being way too generous i am generous he is all right well that's uh that's it we're gonna take a break we're gonna pay a bill and we'll be right back this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp online therapy wouldn't it be great if life came with an instruction manual, step-by-step guide on how to properly navigate life? Yes, it would. Unfortunately, we don't live in that world. Instead, we live in a world full of challenges that can leave you feeling unsure about yourself. And a therapist is trained to help you figure out what is causing challenging emotions 
and learn productive coping skills. And when you develop better coping skills, you start to become the user manual that you wish you always had. Therapy can benefit you in many different ways. It can teach you coping skills. Maybe you're dealing with a traumatic experience in your past. Maybe you want to be more self-empowered. Maybe you feel like you're not as forward as you'd like to be and you'd like to be uh, more assertive in your life. Well, a therapist can help you with all of that. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash J-R-E-E. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. We're back. Thank you so much to BetterHelp. There will be a link in the description. Go check them out. Thank you to them for sponsoring this episode. Kamar, can I get a name and a number? I forgot which one we're doing. Sober October. 1892, Sober October. Wrap up. Recap. Rewind. I think, I don't remember. Who cares? Whatever. Let's recap. So you wanted to talk about Jew. Let's start with that. How about that? Oh, so funny, man. It was really good. Like, bravo, Ari. Bravo. And what great timing in a bottle, eh? There is one moment in there that I don't think I've laughed so hard in like, well, until today, but for a long time, like. Which moment? Uh, it's right at the beginning where the Adam and Eve, the, the Adam and Eve, and well, just just the first little part where he's <laughs> like, I, I won't ruin the joke yeah. because whatever. But he's like, um, I'm just down here and it's so nice and there's you know food everywhere and the grass is so green and I got all these animals to fuck and and then I was like, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa. whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. He's like, so I'm gonna give you another human. He's like, oh, all right, sweet. A dude's ass yeah, to yeah. fuck and he's like, no, 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 I'm never going to be okay with the ass fucking. Yeah, yeah. no, it was brilliant. It, he's so smooth and just the whole thing was so good i thought it was really good it's well, you must have loved it now. you must have loved it too as a jew he constantly brought up the fact like the kid raping and the christianity you must have loved well that. he did that i think he insulted himself more yeah, course, than he yeah. did any other religion yeah. which is a good way to do that and simon if you ever want me to come turn off the lights i just thought it was hilarious i don't do that but thank you matt I tell your brother that. i uh I know your brother practices. His that. impression of a Jew's soul was was probably the funniest part for me. Oh my god, that was hilarious! <laughs> it's it's so funny to me that that's the part you found the funniest. It's just a good impression. <laughs> um, it's talk. okay for us to laugh. I don't know if it's okay for you to laugh. I have no country. Um, Cancel you in two seconds. Bert couldn't wait and to get out on the booze, obviously. He benefited from the Sober October. As we all have realized, Sober October is for Bert. Yeah. None of the others um, need it. I mean, Tom looks <laughs> like he's smaller than Ari is. But I think Tom point. benefited from the very first Sober October and has kept that momentum the whole way through. And just he just sort of shows up for October. The biggest change, I think, is Ari. Yeah. Because I always accuse he ah, this is the worst. He now loves it and, and cannot keep the uh, facade of being the anti-sober October guy because he loves being a part of it. I think it's the easiest for him too. Like on the low, he just doesn't let them know. 
That he's not a party animal like Bert? I just mean that like the workout part of it is not like, he's not out of shape. Yes, you know what yes, I mean? Yes, so for yes, him, yes. it's like, by the way, I, a couple weeks ago was like uh, 500 calories a day is nothing. I'm wrong. I have mine set at 250. <laughs> I thought I had mine set at 500. I was like, I'm doing 500 daily. Not a big deal at all. I have mine set at 250. So 500 is actually quite an undertaking. You got to be on the, if you're walking on a treadmill at three miles an hour, you're on there for over That's two hours. That's what they had to do. They had to do 500, 500 calories, calories a, a day. day. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Ari wants to paddle across. Oh my God, that was fucking hilarious. Like, yes, yes. The thought of Joe. Ari was really sucking um, Bert's big old dong in this one. Eh? I think he was just really happy that they were all wearing the shirts. He's promoting special and um, any drug them so he could be. Trying to compensate. Uh, they all raved about. And hold on a sec, because. Uh, Nikki, D, uh, Nikki, um, <laughs> Nikki Diaz, <laughs> yeah, Nikki Diaz, <laughs> Uncle Nikki Diaz, yeah, Uncle Joey has drugged so many people. Bert's With, father being well, one of them. Bert's I, father being one of them. I feel so like I feel like why do they are hate? It's because Ari's Jewish. That's why no, what's her name hates it's him so much. No, you're wrong, Matt. Uh, okay. What's okay, his Simon. wife's name? Leanne. Leanne. She's like a, from a real, you know, Christian background, Christian upbringing. Burn, burn the Jews. I think that's what they burn the saying, Jews. I know. think that's her family crest. Anyways, I don't know if that is. I was just saying, but it is interesting to me. He's still invited over for family dinner, and Ari is um, persona non grata. Thank you. I, I'm so sorry. My brain is not working. Properly. I'm used. Listen, I'm used to being the go between as far yeah, as what's not being usually said. for well, me though. Sometimes I got to play it on both sides. I don't mind doing it for you once in a while, Simon. Go on. I'm sorry. Um, Leanne, they, we they were all about sort of Leanne. gave their hot takes on Kanye, and Ari's been the most charitable um, semite to. Uh, He's like his, in his, his def- take on it. In his defense, we are very irritating. And uh, they raved about uh, Kanye's genius in fashion. I, I haven't seen Kanye's hoodie, but I'm sorry. Just one thing, real quick. I went back and rewatched <laughs> him on Lex. Is that the is that the hoodie they speak of? I don't know. Who cares? The, the point, dirty hoodie. Yeah, there's a point in it where he's like, it's the most telling part of who Kanye is, where he's talking about he's like, there's only two other guys on Earth that can understand the level of women. And that's Brad and Leo. Yeah. I was like, you might be the worst human being yeah. on earth. Like you yeah. might be the lowest common denominator to sit here and be like, I'm an engineering genius. Like, dude. But then two seconds later to be like, but, but I'm all about God. Like he's such a phony. It's so ridiculous. Man. But again, I, I like that. He's finally being called out on his bullshit because it's too long that people are like giving him fashion shows so he can make fucking, Giant jumpsuits made of feathers, you know, like it's ridiculous. Who's using who? I don't know anymore. He's using us. Did you know Adidas? Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Matt. You're yes, welcome. Agreed. The Adidas brothers, German yeah, Nazis. German. Father Nazis. owned a rubber company, and then one of them started Adidas. One of them started Puma. Puma yeah, but um, Adidas used to dress the Germans, uh, the German uh, military. Mm-hmm. So not or their shoes or whatever the fuck their boots uh no because i think that was doc martin anyways either way they are um 
not going to mess around with any sort of anti-Semitic anything because well, you know, when you have a, a track German record student, of no, it, this yeah. is what I'm saying. Too you know, to uh, he must have known that. Around. Well, I think he wanted out of that hole, probably, yeah, because he probably actually thinks, and this and and this is probably where I'm wrong. He probably can do this, but then I'll have to totally give up on humanity. It, he'll go to Skechers and just make Skechers into Yeezys, you know. Just I, to try and prove that he can do it, and ugh. I just, I don't see. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I just don't see anyone buying Skecher Yeezys. I never understood why anybody liked Yeezys in the first place. They're the weirdest fucking looking shoes. They look. Ever. They look super. I will say this. I never had a pair. Well, me either. Obviously, they look very summer comfortable. They look like a nice pair of shoes with a pair uh, like. If you're wearing shorts, they, they must look like they be, breathe. Though. They look comfortable. I don't they, know why. They must be. I know, but or with like the big stripe across them and the number, like what? 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 I, I never understood it. It, I resonated, never got it. it resonated with the population. Look, Simon, we're also old. He okay. wasn't. If you think Kanye was out there, like I'm trying to sell these to 40, 40 year old white men. No, but I also get like I'm not. I, I may be old. It doesn't mean I don't understand fashion. I see people wearing dunks like they look good. I get it. Yeah, well, Kanye's whole idea was like, all like, let's get away from dunks. We've been doing this for thirty years. So I'm gonna make like, so I'm gonna make like a slipper. Like he a, just wanted to make things that were so weird, so he could say, "Look what I got people to wear." I, I'm I'm positive of it, man. but it's just oh. that weird. Is is it cool because he says it's cool, or is it cool because people think it's cool? I don't know. I don't know. I don't own a pair of Yeezys. Uh, I I bet if I got a pair, I'd like them, but I never yearned. Do you think people are going to stop wearing the shoes they own now because Kanye is being uh, no. a dink? I hope we don't live in a world where someone would be like, nice fucking shoes, you support some anti step You know what I mean? I like, don't mean like that. Because that's I, the only reason you I would... I just mean if people would do, would think that on their own. You've you already know? bought the shoe. The yeah. damage is done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, uh, I just don't see the point of. I'm trying to think of another comparison where, you know. I also think. Has there been a fashion designer who, okay, Michael Jackson, I guess that's a good. um, Like I say, I think it's interesting that a company, a company that owns sweatshops is like, whoa, this guy said something we don't like. He's gone. It's like, well, don't, don't you hire, like, don't kids make your shoes? Like, oh, Mm -hmm. well, come on. We don't need to talk about that. Well, that brings me to another point there, Tumbo, made in America as Joe's always wanting a phone or whatnot. Do you guys wish more stuff was made here in Canada? Yeah. In North America, at least. For yeah. Sure. No, I think it would be very, Cause very cool. Because American apparel was sort of an example of that. I don't know how ethical their labor practices were. But he went down because he was a crazy pervert. Like he yeah, was he, early me too, right? He molested half of the people who worked for him. And I don't even think I'm being like... Oh, I think you're being generous. You know what my concern though is, Kamar? Is like we think about American-made things from a different era. I don't know that an American-made thing now would be the most incredible thing. Well, here, I'm going to give you an example, okay? And At I least think, if it's mass-produced. If you Go ahead. pay the workers. Take probably. like a New Balance. Yeah. So New Balance has one line of their sneakers that's made in the USA. Okay. Or some are like made in England, whatever. But the made in the USA ones, just take those. Yeah. So they're made here. Okay. They're really nicely done. Mm-hmm. They cost like 
three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So you're paying an extra hundred bucks for them. Yeah. But they're getting made here, and they're high quality, and you can tell that they're different than the other. You you know what I'm saying? I think you can do it. You're just gonna pay a little bit more. I think the difference though is like those are probably handmade. Whereas like if it's coming off an assembly line in the States, I don't necessarily know, or Canada, I don't necessarily know that it's just necessarily going to be like super high quality. Well, we just used to be better craftsmen. Like we, we used to build. I think it depends on the materials you're using. That right? matters too, of course. Like, yeah. That's why China is so cheap is because they cut the corners on every end, right? Of course. So you end up with the worst materials being made by children. children. <laughs> yeah. Yes, let's say so, it. What are we doing? And they have the least regulations. How about zero regulations? That is yeah, the least. Good. That is the least. Good, good point, Kamara. Did you guys watch the Dukes of Hazard? Yes. Too young. I watched I'm, it religiously. I'm too young. Yeah. Did you associate the flag, the the Confederate flag, the, no. as being like no hate speech? I never even knew. When I watched Dukes of Hazard, I had no idea what that symbol was. And then after I knew what that symbol was, I thought, oh, my God, I can't believe that they did that because you could have picked any other symbol to throw on the side of that car. And you think that symbol is more contentious then than it is now? It is very interesting, though. Like, if I won that war, I wouldn't I'd be like, you're not flying that fucking flag ever again. You lost. I don't even know. I'm not even taking a side on any sort of stance on flag or no flag. I'm just saying they could have put on any symbol there. It's a fictional fucking show about a car. You, you know what I'm saying? No, but it's it could have been an repre- American flag. Yeah. No, I, it wouldn't have mattered to the show though. Well, they were trying to show that they were extra Southern. Right. I mean, it was not I, the idea. I, the I good guess. old, anyone, the good old Duke anyone uh, listening, Photoshop American flag on the uh, Dixie Lee. See how stupid it looks. It just worked. I, it was one of the coolest iconic put a cars. Lightning bolt. Put a I, fucking, and I always thought it was a cool, I think um, he wears it on his helmet in um, Easy Rider. Like, you know what Jack it could have been, Kamar? It could have been a pirate uh, skull and bones on the side of it. Yes. Like, okay, that's good. Because to me, it was a, I didn't even know what the symbol was. Like most kids watching that show. Listen, it's ridiculous to constantly be running from the cops in such a recognizable car anyway. Let's be fucking serious here. You would never paint your hood with anything if you were constantly on the run from the police. The whole show didn't make anything. It has no doors, Matt. They went in through the windows. <laughs> Just some good old boys. Like, it had no doors, Matt. The The show was stupid. No, he had an American flag on his helmet. So I stand corrected. Who, yeah. the Easy Rider? Yeah. I could have Peter told Fonda. you that if I was Well, listening. he said it. I'm sorry. I was, I was questioning. I was, I was threw that out I, for I, the masses. I absolutely could have told you that. I could have told you that if I was listening. So Bert says when he was in school, he was taught that the uh, Civil War was just over trade and all this stuff and not slavery, which made me think about how many different just Tellings. nuanced cha- changes are there in history i mean math is pretty hard it's it's basic but these geography probably that bleeds into as well we're right, not all like on the same who page who owns what written by who we're not all on the same page no we're not all on the same page and i wonder how universal learning is i think the one thing us. we can be on the same page about is that everybody's history has been manipulated somehow because it's always written by the winners. Even if the winners are righteous, there's still going to be some. But doesn't it all, like, let me ask you a question. In the, in the world we live in now, does it not come out in the wash? 
like you could say like Canadian history was was white whitewashed and rewritten, but now in 2022, there's no like I, I'm sure we don't know all of the atrocities, yep. but you get what I'm saying. So right? I think this is a perfect example. Matt is take a hundred years from now, mm-hmm. for sure in the history books, there's gonna be the fact that children were buried under schools yeah. and this whole yeah. that's come to light, mm-hmm. but it won't tell. Uh, a hundredth of how it actually was. But I mean, again, so yeah, but it's tough. Like, listen, but is it bad if it exaggerates? It has to be exact, right? I think it has to be exact. Well, you'd like now it it can be exact. Sometimes they have to make as it can uh, be. Like you said, you you never know, but like you're, you're asking exact. It can't. Cause like, even in like war, they don't have exact numbers. Well, I guess in this, in today's, they, they should, well, in today's, unless someone who wasn't part of the war got into the war and died. Well, civilians are tough. And they don't know if they're missing in action or killed. Right, because you also don't know, like, in, you know, you don't Civilians know. Civilians are impossible. Yeah, it's tough to, civilian casualties are very tough. But you're right, in in military, it should be like, well, these guys didn't come back, so we have but, a number. But you are correct, Matt, because of something you said before, because of the internet, we are now able to, like, physically fact check on demand. So history is kind of... This is where I'm saying it's it's it, I'm not saying it's writing the wrongs. The only problem now is that we don't actually write anything down. We put everything onto yeah. So when digital. that goes, so like so when like that's in Fight gone, Club at the end of Fight Club, yeah. no record. The only record we're gonna have are the crazies who kept writing it's their true. manifestos. It's true, and that's how history is formed. I think we just came fucking full circle mm-hmm. on that, fellas. Maybe you're right. I wrote down here kids yelling at kids. Does that remind you of kids yelling no, at nothing. kids? I wrote down here. I want to I wanna dissect that. What could you possibly have been talking about? Bert's education experience, how universal is learning kids yelling at kids? <laughs> Just missed, I missed the mark there. Um, it's, it's sad when they reminisce about Joey. Like Joey, Joey Diaz? Joe, yeah, he should move down. I, I don't think... I don't know. He seems happy though. So it's tough to, it's really tough to be like, he should, yeah. Maybe they should all move up there to New Jersey. But I also feel like at the same time, I agree with you. I feel like if he moved there, he'd be fucking on fire. You know what I mean? He'd he'd probably see the best Joey you've ever seen. I can't tell. I think I've heard it numerous times because I've listened to Ari and Bern a lot of things, but this was like uh, the retelling of what happened. Enjoy coming in and going, don't look at the back of the room. Take the molly, yeah. sit down and just like, fucking hero. Joy save the day. Uh, we play the trailer for Burt's movies. Did you guys watch it? I, I didn't. And we, we sometimes we get a little overwhelmed with Burt. I, it looked fine. I have no idea what the movie is going to be like. But they were laughing uncontrollably. There was no part of that that made me laugh uncontrollably. But you like what they did there? What? Well, they made it seem all intense. And like, this what's going to happen? And then it's Bert putting his, throwing up in his mouth and putting his pockets. I mean, Bert. It's going to be super silly. Bert is making it seem like he made the next Tropic Thunder. So I'll be very interested. Same writer. Well, oh, no, that's two. Sorry. It's not the same writer. Whether it's a Tropic Thunder, something about Mary, it could be the the next. Like it's been a minute since there was a yeah, it, good uh, comedy with some push. The I'm angry. Shit. I'm sorry. I'm just being a hater. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. I also think you're misconstruing. I think he was saying that Fat Astronauts was uh, was going to be like the next Tropic Thunder. I'm not so certain that he was saying. No, no, he said to Joe. Okay, um, okay, okay. But no, I, I don't. I don't want to hate too much. Because my point was him. just. 
The guy writing Fat Astronauts is the guy that wrote Tropic Thunder, and that's the one he seemed to be like really jived on. Where he was like, "We're making like a comedy." Like, what is Fat Astronauts? That's it's the movie with him, him and, Tom. and Tom. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I hope these all do become great, funny movies. Like, I don't know why I would hate that f- for that to happen. It doesn't make well, any sense. Because well, Bert will just become a bigger superstar. But it's just like Bert's gonna Bert. I don't know. He's yeah. Sometimes it. Sometimes he makes it so hard. Yeah. So hard to want to like him. He also was like, I have two of the funniest clips from my cooking show from this week. And both clips were like, I didn't laugh at all. No. Well, the second one was funnier. Because oh, she way. said ideas. He said, idea. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I just sort of call her out like that. That was funny. Uh, dirty versus being clean. Dirty versus being clean. They talked about that. So, yeah. So that's changed. It used to be just dirty versus clean. And now it's like well, now ignorant versus woke or, or or whatever, like uh, politically correct. It is the new dirty. Hey, does that make any sense? Hey. No. Politically correct is the new dirty. It's what you don't want to be. Well, you want to be whatever you are, but like. There's no parameters anymore. There's no parameters anymore. Well, no, but dirty used to be swearing, talking about sex and probably drugs. So blue material, right? Okay. But now, um, talking about uh, abortion or any of these issues du jour, like sort of woke. Um, uh, I'm lost here. I can't think of platform ideas. Could be offensive, especially in Hollywood and whatnot. I thought. As long as you take the right side, you're fine, right? Well, that is now the the, the battle of clean and dirty is the right side or the wrong side. Uh But as Ari, you know, says, and Shane Gillis says, it's just provided a super opportunity to push that line and and win people over. And Shane Shane Gillis does it like uh, nobody else. What percentage of the population, this is a question Tom asks, like has a sense of humor, sort of vague. No, he said has a sense of humor like them. Yes. Yeah. Well, and and is there a predominant sense of humor? Because it's so subjective. I would say fifty percent. Fifty percent. Completely honest. Yeah. Of the states, I'd say fifty percent of the U.S. has like want dirty. Fifty percent want clean. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of Christians out there that you know probably don't want to listen to like a a dirty comedy set. Uh, there's people who are offended by dirty comedy. Yeah. I think most. <laughs> I think you get the best results if you're clean. Yes. Because you're going to hit palatable. both. If you're funny enough, you're going to hit people who love just funny. And you're going to hit people who only want clean, right? Like a Gaffigan. I'm thinking like a Gaffigan. Gaffigan here, is you know? as squeaky as it gets. Yeah. And my- he hits so many demographics. Like you'd be really surprised. The point is they used to be looking for like the Tonight Show appearance or to get a sitcom. Now... They're saying, listen, yeah, you're right. If you want to hit a bigger audience, but they're saying you don't, you can make enough money off your audience telling your jokes and they'll get it. Like they'll, they'll be able to get your material and pay you money. Like the ones who are always the biggest, I mean, like Chris Hart, let's Kevin Hart or Kevin Hart rather Chris Hart. Yeah, you're. I don't Where know. Are you, a, I, are you okay today? No, but Kevin Hart and Maniscalco and uh, like these guys. I know Chappelle is in the the mix, but these guys sell out like the biggest stadium. Did you think you Mulaney know? was clean? 
not this one again he spoke the whole time about his coke addiction and getting clean and stuff so this i wouldn't call this clean you can see he he was doing stuff that someone might get offended by like kamar for example and i we debated this after the show whether it was like a plant or not or whether it's just something he does but he right away when he came out there was like he he pointed out that there was a younger looking gentleman in the front and he was like what's your name the kid was like my name's gunner now again i don't know if there was a kid there gunner yeah and he's like how old are you and he's like 12 why because he said gunner he you only know what the kid said because John yeah of course yeah it. well i'm i was way i was a lot further back yeah, yeah. so i never would have heard it my point being i don't know if it was like just some stock thing but he made a point of saying to this kid like listen i'm about to tell you some shit you know what I mean? So it was mm-hmm. it was definitely not a set. He would not say it's his clean set. It was definitely not a clean set, no. But it was really good. It was, re- I was, again, I don't know if it's that, like, Tom, I went in with such high expectations. Like, this is going to be, like, one of the best. And this one, I went in just kind of like, ah, whatever. Like, I'm just happy to be out. Yeah, expectations. John Mulaney's joy. son is named Gunner. Wow. So it is okay. So no, I'm just joking. Oh, His name wow. is Malcolm, and he's just a little baby. Simon, <laughs> Simon you take that to the grave bow, next bow, time. Because he, you'd be going around for the rest of your life like, yeah, he calls his son. It's sort of cute. Yeah. No, no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Uh, the Vikings are about to ruin many. Like this is just fucking unreal. It's not over. Garth Brooks obsession. Uh, how much do you think Garth Brooks is worth? Oh, seven hundred million dollars. Garth Brooks. Wow, that's a good guess, Matt, but I'm going to say he's worth... Go higher if you're going yeah, anywhere. Yeah, I was going to say a billion dollars. Uh, you'd be wrong. According to the internet, he's only worth $400 million. Ooh. So that means eight. So Garth Brooks, did you guys see this clip that's going around of Joe telling Bert to shut the fuck up? Yeah. Was he, Was he? And Joe's angry? I mean, not like... I don't think they... That was from the first Sober October at the beginning of the month, wasn't it? That clip? No, it's from, from this one. Is it a clip of yeah. something we've seen? Was it an outtake? I don't understand. No, I I, I remember in one of no, these sober Octobers, this, he looks at him, he's like, you shut episode. the fuck up. Yeah, because they're talking about oh. uh, Garth Brooks, and he's, Bert won't stop talking. Like, if you hear, I was, because I started doing it, I wasn't watching, I was just listening, and if you Somebody says something, and then Bert says something, and then somebody else says something, and then Bert says something, and then somebody else says something, and Bert says something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's what. How so I think Joe goes. was. <laughs> no, it should be Ari says something, and then Tom says something, oh, you think you- and then Joe says something, and then Bert says something, and then Joe says something, and Bert says something, and Tom says something, and Ari <laughs> says something. <laughs> But instead, it was. You think there's an edit? God, Joe, Bert, Ari, Bert, Tom, Bert. You get it? Yeah, yeah. I wish I I wish I got it the first time because there was a point when I'm going to draw you a diagram. Ari, uh, thank Joe for paying a thousand dollars a spot at the Vulcan, and uh, he's like, "Shut the fuck up." That's what I thought you were talking about. Also, Joe made a Joe made reference in one of the episodes after this one about how Bert makes like, what did he say? $400,000 $400,000 a show or something. I was That was one of those things where I was like, I think you guys are rich enough now where you can really just shut the fuck up about that stuff. Like 400 grand a show, that makes Burt Tours, that's a lot of money he's I don't think anybody year. should ever talk about money. I just, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. You think I you especially hear don't like it when you find out it's like, you know what I mean? But that's I bet he gets, I get he, I get he, 
I bet uh, he. I bet he gets paid. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it either. Four hundred thousand dollars a show to support that crew. Yeah, I get it. I understand the whole, the whole, sure, the whole thing. shebang. But there's no way that he's, each he's show is making some of that money. Obviously. Oh, do you think? There's a push-up competition. Uh, Tom talked about how the only reason this works is because he doesn't want it to be made fun of. Yeah, that, that accountability is really important. Workout, 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 workout. Uh, Bert apparently traded his dreams of playing baseball for partying, and it's worked out for him. I was going to say, although baseball's really lucrative. Uh, Joe likes Jake Paul more than he should. Well, I, I think he respects Jake Paul a lot. Did I don't we, know if he likes him. What did you think of the, the knockout of uh, Silva? I think you've already said. Before. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was watching. I saw a clip. Yeah. And somebody had doctored the clip. Uh huh. One I had watched. Okay. I don't think he, because it looked like he didn't hit him at all, and he obviously does hit him. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, uh, my whole point. I don't think he. I could see him doing that. I just like, they all just want to get paid. The whole thing's just a pretend spectacle anyways. And I really like what, um, I don't know who's the, uh, fighter there who wears the glasses in real life. He's like a bigger guy fights, maybe like heavyweight or the one under heavyweight. Wears glasses in real life. Yeah. Not um, in fight life. Jan Blahovich. No, you're on the right. Uh, he's an American anyways. He's an American heavyweight he was doing who wears glasses. No. Maybe. Anyways, it doesn't matter. He was doing an interview and he was saying, like, think about what you guys are, like, praising here. He's this YouTube guy who's taking the old washed up MMA fighters and using them to further his career. You know what I mean? Like, don't watch this guy's shit. Mm-hmm. He's not... Fight a boxer. What, what are you doing? Why are you fighting guys from a sport he's that they fought, don't he's belong in? Guys. If you think you're a boxer, then fight boxers. If you think you're a YouTuber, then say that. But he doesn't, right? He's saying I'm a boxer. You fight boxers now. This is done. Like, well, it's a weird, he's gonna fight Nick Diaz next. Well, the weirdest flex is like I'm trying to help MMA fighters, but I don't fight MMA, and I won't fight them in MMA. In this this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, he's. I'm not saying he's not a good boxer because mm-hmm. I would be a terrible boxer, but you have to fight a boxer so we can find out. And he's fought enough people that he's tested himself. He should. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, UFC bigger than the NFL. Is that Oh possible? my God. Are you like, anyway, sorry. No. And he was like, yeah, Dana's done it. The NFL is so much. I bigger. feel like one stadium is the size of or one we, team is the size of the UFC. Can we just go back to Jake Paul for one second? Sure. Of course. I was saying to Kamar. So Logan Paul fought in the WWE this weekend. It was well, like fought whatever. in air quotes. Yeah. He performed. He, he performed. This, yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, it's fun. I like WWE. I have no problem with that. I'm not right? shitting on what they do either. I'm just saying to say it's a fight. It's a more of a performance. Jake right? Paul showed up yeah. at this thing mm-hmm. to help his brother mm-hmm. in air quotes. Yeah. And then he fought in the WWE in air quotes. So he went right from doing this real fight in air quotes to doing another real fight in air quotes. 
Do you see how there are too many air quotes going on? It's like all bleeding in. Two real face, life is real. bleeding into re, yeah, like I, reality yeah. television. And it, the whole thing's getting screwy, man. And him bringing in the MMA guys, it's giving him like this credibility almost. Yeah. But that I, if I was Dana, I'd be fucking enraged. And I get now why Dana doesn't want to have anything to do with his guys fighting non-fighters. Yeah. Because there's nothing in it for, for the UFC. Because if it bleeds over too much, then you what's real and what's product. not real, you know? I don't know. I don't just because someone did a WWE. These guys are all about money. Just because he does a WWE doesn't mean that his boxing match I'm is not, in question. I am not saying it necessarily is. Matt. Okay. Okay. It just because he wasn't fighting a boxer. I, I don't know, man. Performance. They both felt very performative. That's all I'll say. Fair enough. Fishy. I didn't watch the fight, so I can't comment. It, it felt like I was watching. A performance mm-hmm. of sorts. The boxing match you're referring to. I mean, I think they really probably boxed for a couple of rounds for sure. And then the rest was a performance. I'm I'm just not sure. I don't know, man. I don't I, I can't say that. No, he might have knocked out. So what do I know? What well, it wasn't I a knockout win anyway, was it? I thought it wasn't a knockout. No, win. no, he knocked him down. Whatever. Yeah, okay. Um it was a big difference. He knocked other people out though, right? Well, he like knocked he Tyron knocked Woodley out. out. Yeah. yeah. So starched him. I can't imagine that Tyrell Woodley would take a dive, right? The Vikings are going to lose this game. Someday. This was the most positive I think I've ever seen Ari. He seems it's great. Not, well, I think he's not being disrupted because of his special. Like I think he, it's because of his. I was going to say genuinely, yeah. and then at the end he was like, "Let's do some big shows next year." Like was just sort of really pushing the thing, and usually he's like, "I'm doing my own thing, whatever." And I just thought it was a different side. Uh, his special is already at uh, 1.4 well, million he, views. I think oh, he meant let's do some big shows for Sober October. It was yeah, next September or November. But then Joe said, "I gotta, I got elk season. For elk season." Yeah. Oh, the the Vikings just lost for sure. That's awesome. This game fucking stinks. These guys are bums. These guys oh, are total fucking me. bums. What else you got for this? Uh, oh, sorry. And that's everything I got for these guys. Well, wow. there's a lot of movies, but it was the same old stuff. They talked a lot about the benefits of working, clearing your head, and Bert doesn't believe well, Ari's capable of... That's kind of my diagram of, uh, of talking. The conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bert, can understand. Bert doesn't believe Ari can do anything he can do, and Ari doesn't believe Bert can do everything. And Tom Segura just lives in a nice little so, of success. <laughs> Yeah, Tom is. Tom seems like he's getting like more mature. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's his name? Bert is getting less mature. Bert is getting less mature. Is there going to be success? Is there going to be a point where those two just are not, you know, as. Are they doing that movie together? Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, no, the success could either. Or solidify it or tear them apart. No, imagine listen, they've already the they've already lived through success no, together. Right, There's no right. fucking way. It's I'm only going to benefit I'm just looking for trouble. I'm yeah, just you really are. Trouble. Yeah, I give it a three. Oh no, it was terrible. This episode was horrible. Really, I give. I think I'm going to agree with Kamara. I give it a three. Really, you it's, you found this entertaining? It's become a thing. I mean, the week was terrible. No, so. no, not the week. This episode. It's become a know. thing. 
It's three. It's three comedians we love on Joe Rogan. It's tough to. The be only like, weird part about it terrible. was it was so near because he pushed back the kickoff. The of o- October. It felt like it's been two weeks. The mm-hmm. only part of Bert that makes him like relatable, yeah, is the fact that he's an out of shape drunk. Yes. When you take that away, it's true. He's just a rich asshole. You it's know true. what I mean? Yeah. Long may he burn. It'll be so sad. I, I just can't. I shudder to think about but if he were to pass from his parting ways. What's really sad is that like he's like, I've never felt better than this month off of drinking and working out. And then it's like, get me as many scotches right now as we can. And then it's just immediately back. Like he had, it's funny. He just has no thought, but I loved his video too. Like I love drinking. I am not going to stop drinking. Like, okay. I mean, fair enough to each their own. He doesn't, I feel that way too. Like I love smoking weed, you know? I agree. Yeah. I just, I could make one of those videos about smoking weed. I completely understand. He's committed. He's I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying I don't like it when he gets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. You never want to see a fellow uh, soldier. A fellow soldier. That's it. Okay. Let's move on. 1893. Believe it. Will Harris. This guy, the best accent in JRE history. And in within the first minute, this beautiful moment popped up now simon didn't catch it on first listen because he was listening on three and a half times i'll say this i started this episode on three and a half and i was like i have to listen to this guy's accent in real time i have to because i can't i can't skip through this so this is a clip from the show and this is incredible you hear what this guy has to say he obviously has a lot more to say so that's why we're having this conversation well thank you for that, that thank that, you that's that uh event you're talking about was fox uh, news, a guy yeah. named Stuart. <laughs> Dude, I can't not not laugh at that. Like, it's... It's the beautiful Southern draw. Fox. Um, so at three times, news. he sounds like Dr. Phil, but with something interesting to say. Yeah. Um, at exactly. one and a half, I, or at one... I don't know how you could possibly listen to this episode. So I would have lost my mind. I would have lost my mind. I would have thrown myself off a balcony. So Simon, the reason specifically that I caught that was because when he said news, I was like, I'm on three times. And it was still like news. Oh, so, I was, so I thought about it and I was like, how is it? How did he say news so long on three times? So I went back to regular time and I was like, this guy's incredible. This might be my favorite person ever. Uh, I mean, it wasn't, the episode was boring. But if you do that, well, no. His accent was great. That guy could tell you that you were like, uh, the world was about to end and you would. He could sell me sausages. He could sell me uh, firearms. He could sell me a truck. Dude, he could sell ice. All of the above out of the back of his truck. um, Porridge. The names of his two companies were hilarious. I can't remember them. They were both puns on religion. Oh, one of them was Tallow Be Thy Name. Tallow Be Thy Name. Yeah, and the other one was, uh, fuck, what was it? Damn it. Lard. Something about lard. Lard have mercy on lard our have souls mercy. or something. Yeah. <laughs> or I don't know. It was some, something along those Something lines, out yeah. of the Bible. It was funny, man. Yeah. That That's awesome. Good. I'm really glad you did that because I did not write that down. <laughs> um, but he, Tallow Be Thy Name. He's a regenerative farmer. That's correct. And it seemed like, what is the motive here for... Maybe Joe, maybe Joe is thinking about 
opening up his own farm. If he's real about it, it's real. I don't, yeah, I don't know what the motive was. No, what I think the motive was is near the end, he gets into emphatically saying how important animals are for the climate, for keeping the land the way you want it to be, as opposed to what these kids. Oh, the the farts. Soup on paints. Well, I told you that that fart thing Mm -hmm. is like, think about that. That is such a, a bunch of hooey. I would th- I would think he'd argue even with the farts what they do with their manure and their hooves that's a huge thing is just uh, what they do with their hooves. Are you talking about walking? I'm talking what about what they anim- do with their hooves. Animals and land. Yeah, gotcha. Talking about grazing. Is that what you're talking about? And it no, just <clears throat> the land that we know of. Yeah, that was so fertile mm-hmm. had <laughs> animals living on it. Yeah, it wasn't all soya crops. Yeah. yeah. Or, or whatever the alternative you want to where you'd put these animals, they are actually, he's, he's, regards it as a living cycle that is using like um, technology to try to apply to it and it will not match up because of the organic nature of an environment. Fertilizer must have been the biggest thing that in the beginning changed the game for mass farming and stuff. I just love the way he was like, my dad was given some. He was told to just put it on the grass and put some water down. And he did it. Damn, if he didn't come out one week later and that some bitch was greener than ever and tall, three feet taller than any mud brooker out there. I like, and Joe's like, so what did you do? Well, we put it on yeah. everything. He said, I'd put this on every goddamn <laughs> acre of my crop if I could. I'd kill for a bag and be yes, gone. He kept saying that, yeah. I'd kill a man right now for a bag for a bag of nitrous fertilizer. He kept he said it like seven times. I'm pretty sure he's killed a couple of people yes. for a couple of bags. But the, uh, from what I understand, the fertilizer is from the military. Let me tell you, there Joe. Was, yeah. The it, it, best it, it, fertilizer it was, is a man's <laughs> body. Yeah. I got to tell you, Joe, the next best thing to this nitrous oxide fertilizer is a human body. Um, so, yeah, fertilizer from war, then that revolutionizes agriculture. Uh, sides are not good because side is to kill. Pesticide. Pesticide. Insecticide. Homicide. Homicide. Suicide. Well, what other side did you think was good? Uh, fratricide. Is that a word? Fratricide. I think that's. I think that's like fraternize. Is not sad suicide, but that's with a Z, right? I don't know. Fraternize. It's a good question. Fraternize. No, it might have an S. Maybe it's a Z. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't think I've ever spelt the word fraternize. Hmm. Fraticide is killing your own sibling. Wow, interesting. Infanticide? No, fraticide, killing your own sibling. F-R-A-T-R-I-C-I-D. Fraticide. Very very interesting. To kill your brother or sister. Mm -hmm. Interesting. That happened a lot. Very interesting. They had to name it. It's it's the first story of Cain and Abel. That's true. So stay away from sides. I was going to (laughs) say, after the butt-fucking of Adam and Eve. The less sides you have on a farm, the better. Um, he he, he likes said, circles. His farm is a giant circle. There is no solution. He's totally against sides. <laughs> <laughs> I 
no sides whatsoever. His solution basically is we have to like stop consuming so much and really get to like yeah. he was talking about clothes and things like this. Like the consumption levels is what's feeding the farms that he's right beside that are on a big scale working, but they have to. After listening to this, like I'm always like, I gotta start buying my meat from a a farm, local butcher whatever. or something. This is ridiculous. Yeah. And, and then, then you don't. I don't. I know the feeling. Well. Because it's not as convenient. Yeah, so that's exactly And, and all this industrial farming is breaking the cycle of nature. Yeah. It, we, we are manipulating so much to feed our um, appetite levels of consumption that we are changing the world. And no one looks at that like that. I don't know if we necessarily have too many people in the world, but in they're the, obviously in grouped cities. in the, this is what I was going to get at is that they're grouped together too much. Right. Like yeah. if we were more spread out, then yeah, we would have, well, I guess we would either have more grocery stores or we would have more like you buying from your local farmer. Well, I, I was thinking about that because there's a place for our listeners, uh, in our city called the experimental farm where they just do tests, but that should be like a huge market. Well, I was asking what they did with all their corn. Like, do they give it to homeless people? But uh, they don't, I don't think it's even edible. But do you not think that in the summer we get a lot of our food locally? Like even the stuff you get, like that, because a lot of food is grown around Ottawa. Like I if think you drive, you, you don't have to drive well, far to be surrounded. I think you would be really surprised depending on where you shop. Like yeah, if you probably, shop at Loblaws, yeah. Matt, yeah, I bet probably, most of that yeah. stuff comes from the United States. In particular meats though. But if you're shopping at like, um, let's say uh farm boy, mm-hmm. I bet you most, uh, cause it just really depends. I think uh, he, he wasn't talking about produce really. He was talking about. Yeah. Meat. Yeah. I get it. His competition Your meat is Purdue is, farms, Tyson farms. Yeah. I mean, that's, we're all getting. I'm not even sure if you go to a butcher, if you're getting like. It depends. A lot of butchers have like local supply yeah. chains. I mean, I I used to go to the butcher all the time. Didn't the Glebe meat shop, the, the Glebe meat market, the meat market. It was a lot of like local stuff, wasn't it? Still is. Yeah. Still is. He, uh, he talked about uh, the water cycle, the carbon cycle. These are cycles that you may not affect all of them or one of them, but they affect each other and. He, he, in a southern sexy drawl, explained how the cows are actually fixing the carbon versus what they're doing. But and, uh, and he pointed it to being this propaganda about the cows is sort of the same propaganda getting against oil or whatever. Like it's coming from another side. Well, the cows too. I mean, the propaganda. They're talking. They're oil. not talking about cows that are just out in these. You know, they're talking about this overpopulation of cows for in the factory farming system, the factory farming, that would make which, sense which, that you have too many cows. So, but th- they need that to feed these giant city centers. Mm-hmm. That's the only way to keep up with them. So, I mean, if there was a massive downsizing, everyone sort of move out, find a space. Yeah. I guess it should be like, if you live in a city over a certain amount, you have to eat synthetic food, period. <laughs> they don't give you a choice. Soil and green. That's how it works. 
And if you live out in the country, then you get to eat the fresh stuff. And we'll just, that'll regulate. You'll get enough people moving out that, you know, you'll get like that exodus. And then you can start easing the meat back into the cities, you know? Oh, no. Just this, he was saying the push for Beyond Meat, like burger, all this stuff. Like, where'd that come from? Is is the the form of climate change, and he's arguing emphatically back that the animals are actually crucial. To there must be enough people who don't want to eat meat because they don't want to kill animals. Yeah, I'm sure there's a ton of those. Yes, yes, and and, for them to make another category. And he said, "I die on the line for some vegan." (laughs) But when they say animals are destroying the planet, that's where I draw the line. Again, but this overpopulation of animals, like, you know, maybe it's when you... For sure that has me changed. Maybe cow's farts are fine, but when you put too many cow's farts together, Mm, that's that's when it becomes toxic. Yes, they, they have to be the five check marks, but the point being is to think the world is safer without them is worth... like. To preserve the topsoil, you need to have these animals. So the getting rid of them is not the option. Changing the methwaz is the methwaz. <laughs> Nature is not cruel. Nature is not kind. <laughs> Nature does not care. I, I really like that. Because that, that's just nature of a heart or whatever. It has nothing. It just is. And, then, and it's everything we are. Nature is everything that we are. He claimed Kamar. that his farm is actually creating a negative Deep thoughts, a, yeah. ne- a negative carbon imprint. Sorry, repeat. He he's he, he. This is back to what I was trying to articulate, but I cannot. His farm was a negative carbon imprint, like where all these huge farms are. But the the whole point is Joe's trying to defend meat. Mm-hmm. That, that's why this guy was on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, Joe asked him lots of questions. He said, well, I don't know, because that's not my specialty. Well, I don't know. <laughs> they could easily just replace all fast food, mm-hmm. make that some sort of plant-based. You wouldn't know the goddamn difference. What's the difference between a plant-based or a McDonald's beef patty? It's not real beef. That well, would be sort on. of so, the kind of tyranny I could get behind. Well, I said that in the past. That you if, want to eat fast food? Sorry, you eat bean curd, and, said, it's, and it's cheap, and it tastes fine. I said in the past that McDonald's, if they could make their their meat patties taste exactly the same using plant based products, and they just switched overnight without telling everyone, that would be the best. But yeah. as someone who's tried an Impossible Burger, and as someone who eats a lot of burgers, not even yeah. close. They didn't get it right, Matt. You're absolutely correct. They just need to make the cheeseburger that you don't know is a cheeseburger. But it's also more expensive. That's the problem. No, I think it was the same. The like, Beyond Meat burger? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. In a grocery store? No, no. Like I was at like A&W's. Oh, right? you ordered? Yeah. You ordered like their, I ordered oh. one. Yeah, because Mary was like, why don't you try it? You eat a lot of burgers. So I was like, fine. And I one bite and I was like, we're going back through the drive-thru. You, you, you couldn't finish no, it? No, I was like, this is garbage. I wonder if we and you would you would have known if we just we picked up burgers here. I would have known. It's like a Coke versus a Pepsi. If you gave me a glass and you were like, "Have this Coke," have you tried it? I don't think I have. No, I tried it. I've tried it. 
uh, takes a lot of guts to admit this. I've tried a tempeh burger. What is that? I don't know, but it was sort of like, it looked like almost like beans packed together. I've tried like a tofu burger before. Oh, come on, man. Uh, That's not a burger. Like, we can't, listen, call it something else. Just because it's got a bun and you add lettuce and tomatoes doesn't make it a fucking burger. I think it's fine for you to call it a tofu burger the same way you would call it a chicken burger. You're just fine. Make sure fine. you're you classifying know what? You know what, what it is. You are correct. As long fine. as you're not saying it's a burger on its own, you know? It just, you know, you know, needs a qualifier. Yeah, you know, it just, I don't know, you know. Fuck yeah! What a boring episode. This well, was. he also Think said this, and he also said the Hold on. Um, uh, Impossible Burger is not good for the environment. Well, because the soy, practice and everything to make yeah, yeah, it because yeah. they because it doesn't have the ideally the uh, animals are working with in conjunction with the farm to have everything grow good. But there, they're just taking one side out and leaving it for nothing. But Kamar, I got to ask you, like, we we have technology, so why not try, right? Like, if the intentions were good. Why why not try? Yeah, like, why if not you, try what? Like, if you're a scientist and you're like, I think I can make a meat patty out of some sort of vegetable substitute that I think will taste the same. And it could, if I can make it cheap enough, we can make it so that people, you know, in a lower income can still have some sort of meat substitute that's close, that's a lot cheap. I don't know. There's I a, think that's coming. Maybe. I'm just saying. I don't, I don't think there's not trying. Yeah, but my point is it's like he made it seem like it was this insidious, like you were saying, it's like, a, I don't think it's as it's insidious It's like as a that. universal basic burgers. <laughs> no, but do you understand what I'm saying? It's not, it doesn't have to be that there was some big conglomerate trying to like fuck big meat. It could have just been that some scientist was like, I think I've done it. And then they didn't trust uh, me because I've had one. I don't know. I think there's a part of the world that thinks we should go all vegetarian. I'm sure there are people like that out there and, for sure. And he's saying they would be misguided and the results of them achieving what they wanted would be catastrophic. So I he, just don't. Oh, sorry. So, no, no, go ahead. I just don't see the States ever like, c- come on. I've been to the States. You've been to the States. Do you think they're honestly ever going to be in a position where they're going to make their people not eat meat? No. But if this scientist makes that, that would be great, right? If, if the scientists make just a perfect synthetic, it's a cockroach dye. Well, and, uh, to me, McDonald's is the best example, okay? Take everything they make from I mean, the burger be better. to the chicken nugget. Yeah. Like, none of those things really taste like chicken or burger. They taste like McDonald's. And we love them because they taste like McDonald's. Mm-hmm. If you just translated that to uh, something else, yeah, we would love it just as much. As long as it still tasted like McDonald's, but it doesn't know, matter. If we know, is that the problem? We have I don't to be even lied thi- to. I don't even think it matters if we know, Kamar. If it tastes identical yeah. and it's cheaper... Like, look, if you can go in and you can buy a, the real McDonald's for $4 or you can buy the McMcDonald's for $2 and they taste identical, I'm buying the cheaper one. Like, at, at first you're going to be like, no, I'm only going with the beef. And then you're going to say to yourself, like, this isn't really what beef tastes like. And then you're going to just go with the cheaper one. The price point is huge. But I think that makes total sense. But we're not trying to get rid of cows, graze on land, any of that. No, but is still are for, people trying to do that? Like 
butchers. Well, there, there are people who like, we've got to stop I'm farming. just talking about a good way to get away from factory farming. Because You're the not- factory farming feeds all the burger joints. Yes. It feeds all... And yeah, all the frozen, frozen dinners and all your yeah. Stouffer's meat, microwavable stuff. Exactly. And like a Stouffer's dinner, there's a perfect example. Like none of that tastes like what it's supposed to taste like. I'm not saying it doesn't taste good or it's not fun to eat or whatever. You know what I mean? It just, it it is what it is. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So you switch all that over to some alternative... We have a solution. Nobody fucking cares. We've got a solution, Lucian. At least, yeah. That would be something I could get behind is by 2030, all fast food is a meat substitute. And they just changed the term from fast food to fake food. He also was sort of talking about how, uh, like, carbon, like, saying carbon is what we got to get. Like, we everything is carbon. Okay. And trees live off carbon dioxide. It's just, I don't think that's pointing out to be such a thing as. Well, is carbon like getting a bad name out there? Carbon emissions. Oh, I guess carbon monoxide. Carbon tax. Carbon, carbon, carbon. carbon, carbon. Yeah, carbon's the key word. Carbon's gotcha. the key word. Gotcha. Uh, he said. Carbon's the key word. Super cities are not sustainable. That's something we should look at. Yep. And that would be an easier way for some sort of affordable housing. On a big scale, making like these sustainable villages, much like uh, Kanye designed. <laughs> Imagine that. Mick villages. He said these kids are trying to save the world, throwing paint or soup on a painting. I'm just trying to save my farm. And that sort of lends me back to uh, tend to the part of the garden you can reach. Yeah. So those guys go clean <clears> the beach. <throat> you know what I see every day in my neighborhood? All these women, I don't even know each other with bags and. Um, those have garbage like pickers. A, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just and doing their community service. Oh, no, no, there's no uh, <laughs> every day I see DUI victims. There, there's no ankle bracelets. So I'm involved I, in this group that honest. gets together on weekends to pick up garbage by the highway. And then Joe, the uh, ever the optimist, was like, Well, you know who has a lot of farmland? Bill Gates. It's Bill Gates. Yeah. And Bill Gates could do this. And so I don't think Joe thinks anyone is bad. Because everyone was a child at some point. That is Joe's contention. And whatever yes. happens is we flip and we flop. I think it's the American way. We flip and we flop. To one day say, who is this guy? To say, this guy This guy could be the man. <laughs> this guy could be the man. And and no one blasts, blinks an eye. And this is why people don't point out that the Pauls are phonies. Why? But they're good guys. Because no one cares. Like, yeah, of course. Of course you're pulling this, the wool over our eyes. What do you expect? It's, 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 it's how we've always done it. It's the American way. Mm. Mm. I don't think I care for that answer. No? Well, I mean, it seems... It's a well, very Kamar answer, is it not? You, you don't think there's any way that Bill Gates could be... The cure to our problems? I no. think the fact that Bill Gates is buying all that farmland mm-hmm. is not a good sign. I don't think he's doing it for an altruistic reason. Mind you. And you at the same time, Joe Bill Gates an does give a lot of money to. I was just uh, going to say, he is a very philanthropic yeah. person. Yeah. So I guess our hope would be that he's got philanthropic um, visions for that land, right? 
Well, here's the thing. He is either one of two things. He's actually just a righteous guy who believes in a cause. Yeah. Or he's a cog for the machine. That's a possibility as well, yeah. Which is probably a little more likely. <laughs> I don't know. I, listen, well, it remains... when you look at how he started out, I mean, but, all but, of those guys, when, Elon, when... all of them, they're not rags to riches stories. They're riches to riches stories. Okay, but maybe, like, we always look at people like they're evil. Maybe, maybe he's one of those people who realizes, like, you know... I came up through some ill-gotten means and I'd like to, you know, I feel bad about it. That yeah. sort of, there are like, those is people. That, is that what you think of uh, Facebook man? Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah, because that's no. the exact same situation. He had not enough life ex- experience. Who, Bill Gates? No, Mark Zuckerberg. I got well, 24. Well, You're oh, a billionaire? I see. Like Bill Gates got there the same way, but he put in his He has more time to know what he's years. doing. Ah, or but, to be corrupted or to be used as a puppet. Like the same thing could apply. Like, who do you think's more evil if it exists, Klaus Schwab or Bill Gates? Um, Ooh, good question, Kamar. I think that Klaus Schwab is more evil than Bill Gates, but that's because Klaus Schwab is probably the guy who has his hand up Bill Gates's butt. You know? Really? That's what you think? You like think that Klaus Schwab has his hand up one of the richest men in the world's asses? How does that work? Well, like the... Elon Musk came out of his school. A lot of people come out of his school. So maybe okay. they're being made and financed by the big money at Schwab, you know. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I guess. Like, I, just, I think it, that Klaus Schwab and Soros, don't you think they're probably like in it together? But but Klaus Schwab thinks he's doing what's best for the whole planet. Everyone, Klaus Schwab everyone's life that? will be better if we, oh, I don't if we think do my that. I think he's doing it because he wants total control over everybody. But, 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 but the majority of the people will just think, hey, everything's great. I owe nothing and I'm happy. Right? They'll just be the fringe extremists if Klaus Schwab's plans on whatever large scale came into effect. You're right. Yes, adopted. yes. The fringe extremists will be the people who like, we don't want the free money and we don't want the robots to be our overlords. Is that part of the plan? Well, I assume somebody's going to have to do the work, right? Mm. Everybody's going to be getting universal basic income. So the so the robots doing the work are our, are our overlords. That's a weird. That's a weird flex, huh? You just said that the robots that we're going to have doing our work yeah. are our overlords. So I'm just I'm. It's a weird. Oh, I'm just trying did, to work. I'm did trying I to, say that? Yeah, so I'm, tr- I'm just trying to work I don't that think, out. No, Klaus Schwab is the overlord. Okay, okay, because yeah. you said the robots would he be the He has a robot army. Oh, okay. But he'll be the first to get killed by his AI assistant or something. Yeah, this guy's insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Klaus or me? Klaus. Why, oh, why, maybe why you, you too. Why you have your little side project to take over the world? <laughs> That's why he hates all these guys. Wait till they get a load of me. <laughs> <laughs> um... Then he talked about Whole Foods, and I think... Well, that must have hit home for you. Well, of course. I, I got out I got out before the shit went down. <laughs> but I think the biggest effect is uh, Amazon purchased them. I think they may have maintained the standard that I he's sort of thinking about, the greenwashing. And it's, like, organic. Like, just, just the words that they add a dollar to something, and is it really what you're getting? You still have to do research. It shows you, though, it's tough, like... You know, you you start a company with like the greatest of intentions. You build this company with the greatest of intentions. It grows with the greatest of intentions, and then some behemoth comes along and is like, "I'll give you fifteen billion dollars," and you're like, "Well, but this wasn't our intention." I had good intentions. <laughs> you know what I mean? And all of a sudden, you're like, 
well, fuck my intentions. I'm going for that bag, baby. And I get it because like I would be the first. I'm not sitting here trying to act like I'm better. I'd be the first to take that bag. hundred percent. Don't give a fuck. The easiest Hitler sol- himself could come along and be like, I will buy it for 14 billion. I'd be like, done. Speaking of Hitler, that, that would be the easiest way to solve this problem. To just bring him back? Lot, get rid of a lot of people. Jesus. Depopulation. Holy Christ. Right? Simon, you, you, say, you handle this one. I, that is just a terrible segue. The cities man. are too big. Yeah, but why Hitler? Well, no, because he killed a lot of people. Uh, you could do Mao or... A certain type of people? No. Any type of people. We need to get rid of half the planet sort of thing, right? And you want them to go by either the gas chamber or starvation. Well, starvation is happening, right? Well, starvation Starvation, has always been happening. Starvation is a choice we've taken, but if... I would say... uh, Kamara's definitely going to lose his uh, deal with Adidas after um, this episode. (laughs) Natural disaster. So you think multiple? You think there's just too many people? I don't think there are too many people. I think there are too many people in one place. Hold on, you know what's weird is you sound like Klaus Schwab. (laughs) Isn't that the Great Reset? Less people. Yeah. So I'm. You know what they should start doing? The extreme way to to get you know the quicker they lose two pounds, cut off your head. You know what the government serve you very well. You know what the government should start doing? Go on. Is paying people to move out of the cities. Yes. Go live out here. We'll give you a house. Go live out here. We'll give you your um, like forty acre of land. Exactly. Whatever it is, just get the fuck out of the cities. Do you think, Go. Do you away. think the majority Go of people away. deep down want that, or everyone wants the creature comfort of the city? Like one I don't know. Let's let's You're find in a out. position where let's, you want you want to live out out there. Let's find out. Let's find out what everybody wants. You are correct. He does. He and would like get, to live in the country. It'll yes. get enough people out of the city that you'll be able to at least make a dent. And then after that, you'll figure out your next step, which is maybe something a little more, um, a little more with extreme prejudice, you know? Yeah. Well, we're so fortunate living here. Like I told you guys and how my week went, I went up to the country. Like, yeah. I didn't have to go far and I was in, the country. Mm-hmm. So there's other places, like if you're in the heart of New York City, like think about how hard it is to get out or London or Singapore, or like these huge cities, like yeah, I mean, four hours to get to. You're going to do what you're going to do. A Walmart parking lot with, with some trees. The further you got to go, the bigger they got to make the carrot. If you're w- willing to move way outside of town. Like way outside of town, you get a mansion. But then, and then, still, I mean, the cities have to still keep a population. We can't have everyone just leave. Kamar, pull up. Not uh, everybody is going to leave. How many acres? How many acres of land in Canada per person? And I know that a lot of it is a frozen tundra, but let's just let's find out the number and then let's cut it in half. And let's find out how much space we have in this country. Oh, we have so much space. We're a staggering all amount. along the border. The, uh, yeah, border. no, it's I know, crazy. but that's why I'm wondering, like. How much space does each Canadian have for potential, like... Like, you could have, like, 4,000 acres a piece or yeah. something, you know? Whatever probably. It is. It's probably something staggering. There's 10, only 36 million of us. Piece. No, that's too much. But again, a lot of it's the frozen tundra, so you got to keep that in perspective, right? Right. You can't go any further than, uh, you know... Let's say, like, Edmonton. That's probably the highest up No, you. I think you can go further than that. The territories, then, I guess that that would have to be the hard cutoff. The territory is the cutoff, yeah. Because I don't think a lot of that land. Then you're halfway into the fucking Rockies. Yeah. 
Simon Buffalo. It's going to take him 10 years to. We're uh, trying to figure out how much each Canadian has as land if each Canadian got yes, land. Yeah. yeah, like we have like 30 how much, million how many you don't people in this country how many, and we have how much land. How many, Just we'll do the math. Yeah. How many? So there's 36 how million much land of us. Is there? Yeah. Yeah. How many? How many square? No, not square. How many uh, acres of land is Canada? That's a. That's the one that will yeah. do it for us. Sure. Yeah. I'm that's no a good question. Good question. I'm very interested. And then we'll take 20 percent off of that just oh, to I, get I, our I, first I was, number. I, I said 50 percent just to be. Let's sure, be conservative, 50, right? 50 percent. Yeah, we'll fine. be conservative. Simon, the Bills are about to lose. This is uh, the worst um, podcasting we've ever 2. done. 2.467 billion acres. Holy mothers. 2.6 billion? 2.467 billion. Hey, Siri, what's, th- what's 36? No, so hold on, hold on. Forget that. That's a lot of land. 2.6 billion? 2.4 billion. Hey, Just call Siri, it 2 billion. What's 2.4 billion divided by 36 million? The answer is approximately 66.6666. So we each have, a, so let's cut that in half. We have 33 acres of land each. No, nice. I think it's 30,000 acres of land each. No. Well, the 66 point? It was 66.66, okay. yeah. So that's 66 acres. So we have 66, and that's conservative. No, that's, so well, that's 33 acres. I said 33 acres, acres conservatively a person. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Man. That's a ton of acreage where you could, that's very interesting. It's a lot of land. It's a lot of land. There should, but no one in Canada should be starving to death. There's a line like from uh, Hudson's Bay. No, what is what is the what? Oh my God, James Bay. Oh, oh it's yeah. Hudson's Bay. Hudson's Bay. There's the Great Lakes too. That's another. Uh... Anyways, I, I believe let's, the Great Lakes are most. On. Well, no, that, I mean that's, that's all it? I have. Yeah, of course. That, what do you want? That's the week. No, that's fine. That's, this was a sheepholder's clothing. Episode. It seemed like you want to talk about Rajev farming, but he, the guy came on the back end saying. Not as a climate denier, but a, a opposition to his farming is doing better for the climate than most. I got to tell you, um, his accent made the whole podcast like so listenable. Yeah, I, I never, I never met my grandfather, but if I did, on bated breath, this was but, uh, what he was like. Bated breath. It was no good. It could have got juicy. I give it a uh, three. It would be fine if Joe had like one. Fine, I, I like to talk about farming. Okay? Yeah. No problem. That I can deal with that. But there's I like to talk about farming. I like to talk about archery. I like to talk about hunting. I like to talk about jujitsu. I like to talk about there's a, he's got a lot of interests. What else does he like to talk about? It's too many. He's got a lot of interests, yeah. Well, do you want to rate the episode? Nutrition. But no, he wasn't talking about farming. He was talking about how meat is not bad. That's what he that's what I think his intention to have this guy on was. Not okay. come out and say it. Okay. All right. Well, I rate it. Uh, I like meat. I give it a two and a half a on steak. his accent. Two I'll, and a half. I'll mimic that two and a half. Is it agreement? No, I said a three. I said a three. Oh, okay. I said a three. No, no, you no should have hit the other no. button. The new button. News. The new button. <laughs> I'm going to cut it down to just him saying joke. news. All right, well, that's an episode. If you made it this far, thank you so much. We appreciate you so much. Maybe you're willing to go a step further. There's a Patreon if you want to support the show and get some extra content. It's patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. You can join for for as little as $5 a month. For that $5, you'll get the post show. It's the show after the show we shoot the shit. You'll also get uh, old episodes and new episodes of This Won't Age Well, the show where we go back and listen to old episodes of Joe, do the same shit we do here. 
And uh, there's a YouTube. If you want to watch clips of the show, it's youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. And uh, I think that's it. Other than that, do you guys have anything to say in closing? Uh, thank you, Stu, for listening. Four years. Amazing, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we really we really dropped the ball there. But Keep yes, four moving. years. If you've been listening for any amount, we appreciate the shit out of you. If you've left a negative comment, we love you even more because they're hilarious. That's it. Thank you so much. We hope you have a great week. Enjoy your weekend. And as usual, a podcast about a podcast. Uh, Keep your eyes open.